0: What's up guys, I'm back. Uh, I think the stream works now. No idea though if we're all the way there like with the audio, so hopefully it's like working out. You know what I'm saying? So, we'll see how it goes. Dang. Might have to shut that door. Alright, cool. Can you guys hear me good? Is everything cool? like just trying to make sure here that we're doing this don't super chat me yet. the show hasn't started yet just want to make sure we have everything here are you guys hearing me is there too bad of a delay do i need to add a delay to kind of get things in sync um and then uh yeah i know right raiders fans you know what i'm saying (laughs) staying at a hardcore raiders house what can i say um Okay. No, this wasn't the first time. Oh, we were trying to fix some of the sound issues in the last one, Amanda. Um, I was probably as good as it get. Okay, audio is good, but you should close the door. Yeah, I'll do that. I'll cook in here, but I'll do that. So, like, no problem. Probably just tell Railgun to like turn up the, turn up the air, you know, should be fine. So yeah, like this ain't my room. So I'm just staying with people right now because like I'm traveling and, uh, so yeah. And, uh, so I'm experimenting, like traveling and talking to people about psychology and whatnot, like everywhere I go. Even though like this COVID nineteen thing is just kind of like, oh, you know, you don't get any freedom, you don't get any choices. We're just gonna like get in your way and whatnot. But it's like, okay, I get it. You know, it happens. So, what I do, I just go out there. You know, wear a mask. You know, pull out my longboard and just start going. You know what I'm saying? Got my two microphones. Find some rando on the street. You know, with their little little um, um, mask on. I interview them and I like type them right there and I record it and whatnot, you know, and then I just, or I could just do it live. You know what I'm saying? Like I got options. So I'm traveling right now. That's all there is to it. And I'm staying here. So, so yeah, that's just kind of like getting it. Um, well, uh, I'm doing a new, uh, yes, I think Cleopatra was an INTJ. Absolutely. I do. Um, so yeah, yeah, I'm going to be all over the place. Like, so where am I going to be? Um, I'm going to be in Seattle. I'm going to be in Boise. Uh, I'm going to be in the Bay Area. Like, I might even be in the Bay Area on Friday, actually. Um, you know, and then, yo. Yo, can you
1: hear
0: Yes, sir. What do you need?
1: Uh, that bag right there next to the back. This one? Yep. All right,
0: cool. Let me know if you anything else. Thank you. No problem. That's the guy whose Rome this actually belongs to. So I'm just trying to be respectful of this stuff. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, um, I'm going to be like, uh, gosh, where else am I going to be? Plan on going to like Phoenix. And then uh, I was looking at San Antonio, but I might not be going to San Antonio. Definitely going to be in Nashville. Like, I'll be in Nashville first quarter of next year, basically. Um, And then I'm going to be in Miami in December. So just that's where I'm going I'm traveling around uh talking to people about psychology and whatnot we got our um our test coming out soon which is really great the test is coming as well so yeah um the guy that was here that's Jared he's an ENFP um and uh yeah so um uh, I am not willing to share those videos with anyone right now. I'm like in the middle of like launching a podcast at the same time, so uh, Elise, okay, yes, Alexia, Demi, but we haven't even tested this out yet. This is gonna work. So anyway, I'll stop wasting you guys' time and let's actually see if you guys can actually hear the YouTube video that I'm gonna play. I sure hope you can, because I have no idea if it's gonna work. So let's see here. Um I'm gonna hit play on this YouTube video and you guys tell me like if it's actually like something you can hear, please. One of our favorite uh honest trailers, guys, because Screen Junkies is dope. The
2: B as the medium for
0: grown ups up comes the best
3: HBO style drama that can't use the
2: F word or show any boobs. Yet it's so good. It got TV Snobs to finally shut up about the wire. Breaking back
0: Alright, did you guys hear that? Like I want to make sure you guys can like actually hear the video because if you can't hear the video, then this whole show is like completely in my face. So, yeah. Oh, thank God. All right. Well, that's cool. Cause if that's just how we're going to roll, like, I don't know. I mean, I might roll like this from now on. I'll just like stream for my freaking car. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is dope. So let's just do this guys. Let's just do this. All right. Um, I'm gonna check my CPU, make sure it's cool. CPU is not cool. Never mind. I'm gonna whip out my phone to be able to check out um, uh, the uh, the actual super chats in the channel, just so I can like keep track of this. You know what I'm saying? And uh, oh, Jab's messaging me. You know, by the way, guys like Jab and I are cool these days. So like, it's pretty cool. It's nice to talk to him again, and you know, be all friendly and whatnot. So. I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy AF about that. So you might show his face again in the community. That'd be, that'd be pretty amazing. So, all right, cool. Wow. It's been, we haven't done this since like the beginning of May. It's a long time. So Alexia to me happens to be the first, uh, the first super chat. So I guess we're going to go check that out. I'm going to turn off the uh, little, uh, super chat close button and then get the uh, open button in here. And then we can get this show on the road. Let's check this out all right Alexia Demi um, Interview guys, don't forget Don't do not forget like the how we do this show. Okay, so here's how the show goes Okay, uh, I'm gonna get like random interviews and YouTube Videos of like a certain person that they has to be available and then I'm gonna like psychoanalyze them with you guys you know using the type grid and whatnot and then when we do all that, that I mean, that's dope and shit. You know, we like that. But, like, the thing is, too... Um, let me adjust my camera here just a little bit. I'm going to do, like, a... There we go. Cool. Um, but whoever has the top super chat, you know, that's, like, who gets priority. So if you get outbid for the night, I mean, that's just how it is. If there aren't any super chats, we'll go back in the past and look at past super chats. And then, uh, you know, and... Uh, see if there's any past super chats whichever ones have the higher dollar value and whatnot if there aren't any super chats that we've done once you do a super chat you get the person typed i delete it in the channel okay we move on the channel is inside our discord if you're not on our discord server what the hell are you doing get on our discord server csjoseph.live forward slash social you check that out you know what i'm saying check it out but anyway like that's just kind of how the show goes if you super chat like you know, please be aware that I'll start telling people to stop super chatting towards the end of the show. And at that point in time, I mean, like, just stop doing it because, like, I'm not going to give it back. You know what I'm saying? But hey, it helps pay to keep the lights on. And I'm traveling a little bit, uh, you know, a little bit healthier. That's cool, you know, and going to be seeing some people. And uh, yeah, going to be checking out the uh, San Francisco CSJ meetup pretty soon. And uh, I don't know if you guys got other CSJ meetups in other cities and whatnot, but hit me up on Discord or Facebook and whatnot, tell me what's going on, see if you guys want me to, like, show up or something. Who knows? I mean, we could work something out. If not, who knows? But, uh, yeah, I'm gonna be doing, like, a small little cross-country tour and whatnot, going all over the place, so just, uh, keep that in mind, you know what I'm saying? So, let's get this, let's get this rolling. Um, so, Okay. So we got Sergey and we got uh, Austin as well. Um, so cool. Yeah. Okay. Test for level functions. I don't know anthrax. I don't know if that is. Can you verify Robert Green? You want me to do Robert Green again? Like seriously? Or Dave Superpowers again? Like come on. Um, all right, let's let's go into the interviews here. Let's see here. Let's see who's got. Can we lay it all upset? Uh, deleted scene. Uh, Best of Alexia. Um, Lily Singh. Lily Singh. After Buzz. HBO Euphoria premiere. Okay, we'll try that. Uh, let's try this one. Uh, fashion shoot. I don't want to watch a fashion shoot. That's not relevant. Um, too many people in one place. Hope everyone stays inside. Bye. Okay, no. Um, Let's see here. Uh, Euphoria, no, no, no. Explains how to do her Euphoria makeup looks. Okay, yeah, we get some teaching. Let's get some teaching by Alexa Demi? Alexia Your Demi? Makeup
4: looks are iconic. Apparently they're not even like
0: no. correct. Alright, so this thing's having a hard time loading. Not much system resources for some reason. There we go. Go on max volume for you guys. You can hear everything. Alright, let's do this. What is your
5: advice for young girls who are just getting into makeup? How can they get to your level? How can they like find themselves within that art? I think just have fun. Like I grew up just loving fashion and beauty and I would pull references my whole life and especially from film and I I would just want to recreate them and create characters. So I would just say have fun. There's no rules. Don't copy.
1: Have fun.
0: There's no rules. There's no rules. All right, all right. Alexia to me, first guess is ISFP, but let's see how it goes. Pragmatic for sure. Talking about other people needing reference points. That's FITE for sure. I want to see what other people are doing. That's SENI for sure, which means you are automatic wayfarer, just by default. Okay, so we know she's a wayfarer straight up, just like right off of that sentence. That's pretty dope. Let's keep going. You know hopefully you guys can still things all right cool no one's complaining about anything in the stream let's just keep going
5: exactly what you see online like just do it you know do you of all the worn, yourself or
0: you know do you you know do you okay yeah you know do you that is a te uh, statement and an se statement combined at the same time. You know, do you, do you.
5: Um, I did a look recently that was like fully crystal. It was like a showgirl inspiration yeah. moment. Yeah. I did that.
0: That was a showgirl inspiration moment. Okay, yeah, that's an FI statement. Sometimes inspiration can be taken as FI as well. Um, she kind of seems informative, so I'm gonna go with informative so far. Definitely seems concrete so far. Uh, but uh, let's keep going.
5: With my makeup artist Raul, and that was that's probably one of my favorite looks. Yesterday Zendaya's. Uh, yeah, I missed I it. I was here. And what did you think, though? Did you see the line? Um, iconic? Yes, I saw videos. I mean, she always does it big. Like I didn't expect anything less. So she
0: she always does it big. I didn't expect anything less. That's again. That's she always does it big. Is an SE stamp uh, uh, an expert sensing statement? um talking about expectations in that context is a te value statement actually uh so again more evidence of I was so sad i wasn't there oh you were there
5: oh, in oh. yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna be wearing
0: yeah yeah, we're yeah, gonna yeah. See, i'm gonna yeah. support yeah yeah i'm wearing so, so yeah i'm gonna support okay yeah are you like worried about your expert feeling there is that evidence you're well, I like so like
6: that nice to meet you okay first off this outfit honey the full thing <laughs> like giving us like
7: Okay, for a second there. This thing's gotta like, not be so slow, hold on.
1: And...
0: Okay. Paris Hilton, really? <laughs> okay, you guys think she's ESFP, huh?
5: Okay. Annie Santos from the grassy. <laughs> Tell us about your character. Oh my also. god, I didn't think of that. Yes. Oh, yeah. In a month. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, I didn't think of that. Okay, yeah. So that's straight up initiating. She initiated right there. That was an initiation. She did not respond. She initiated a complete new point and interrupted the person interviewing her. That was cool.
5: Yes, I didn't think of that. Yeah, go ahead. Um, my character? Mm-hmm. What, what was the question?
0: <laughs> See, she like interrupted her to be like, oh, my character? Oh, what was the question? You know what I'm saying? So again, expert sensing right there. Uh, and uh, she initiated again just to kind of figure out what's going on. She brought the conversation back under her control. So it's more initiating, uh, seems informative. So that would be inform initiating movement, pragmatic concrete, which would put her as an ESFP just by default, ESFP. Um, let me uh, get my little notepad file out. And then uh, that way I got this on file in here. Let's see ESFP. And show clock is 14.22. Dope. All right. So, yeah, she's an ESFP. But, you know, I just want to make sure that since it was a pretty high amount on that super chat, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to verify it with another video. Just double check, okay? So, let's do that another one. Let's do one more video. Okay. So, I don't want no Demi Lovato. not interested. Uh, Let's see here. Interviewed at Brigsby Bear Gala. Okay, here's another one. Hey everyone,
4: going to K4 Red Cover Report at the LA Film Festival.
0: No, 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 I don't want to talk to you. Or hear you. May have to move into another room. <laughs> <laughs>
8: okay. That's so, fine. yeah. So,
9: uh, tell us a little about your character in the.
0: Uh, they're all like us special.
5: So? Well, Meredith, she's uh, she's the lead character, Kyle's character's sister's best friend. Mm-hmm. And she's kind of like just a wild child, kind of just, you know, she's more free-spirited. Okay. And she has a very special moment with uh, Kyle's character in the movie. So, have you seen it? No. Okay, well, they didn't I to will- see it.
0: Have you seen it? That's expert sensing again. You know, she's, I mean, straight up Wayfair. I just, I'm trying to double check, like, like, you know, between, uh, ISFP, ESFP. I Super won't say Kyle. anything. <laughs> <laughs> I won't say
5: anything, but yeah, she has a very special moment with Kyle, and she's just she's part of the crew. It's a crew, you know, a small crew of young kids that go on this adventure with Kyle, and she's part of that. And, yeah. What do you think was one of the biggest challenges for you? My moment with Kyle. Your moment with Kyle. My hot moment with Kyle. Just because it was, it's, this is my first feature film, and that was the first scene we jumped into. And it was the most, you know, that's intense like, scene. So yeah, I don't know. These people in the beginning, you know, were like on set. It's our first scene and I have to like go into that. So that's really it. There was not really like there were no many there were not many challenges
0: Yeah, that's not really not many challenges. She still she initiated another point there. She's still very informing, very progression. She's not outcome focused, Uh, pragmatic AF. So yeah, she's definitely an ESFP. So we could definitely move on uh, from that one right away. So awesome. We'll uh, check what the next super chat is according to this. Okay. So Alexia Demi is done, going to delete it. Awesome. Next up, we got 36 for Misha Mansoor. Haven't we done Misha Mansour? I think we did, but I'll double check. Um, you really want us to do Brett Weinstein? Really? Really, Lucas? Okay. I mean, if you want to, okay. <laughs> uh, sure, I guess. Um, okay, cool. Uh, all right, let's... Uh, I'm going to minimize this to kind of give myself some more CPU. You know what I'm saying? need some... Uh, Minimizations here. Okay, so next on... Uh, hold on, let me uh, make sure my screen doesn't lock on me. Okay, cool. So we're going to be doing Misha Mansour next. Adding Andrew Scott. Oh, wait a minute. Andrew Scott coming in at 40 bucks. Dope. Let's do that. I hope I'm getting the correct Andrew Scott because I'm sure there's a million Andrew Scotts out there, Basic Betty. So, like, help me make sure I'm doing, like, the right one. You know what I mean? So I, I hope there's... Uh, let's figure this, uh, full Q&A, Andrew Scott, is this the Andrew Scott? Is this the right one? Uh, Andrew Scott, late show, Fleabag's Neil scene, uh, Andrew Scott, on becoming the sexy priest, I think this has got to be the right guy, because it's at the top of, like, the YouTube, so, um,
4: um. <laughs> Andrew Scott joins us now There's so much to talk about Andrew I don't even know where to begin But we will start with Steel Country yeah. New movie, it's out on April I Tell us I a bit about the story Obviously without like giving too much away but it's it's a very dark complicated story
10: yeah I was really attracted to it because it's a very different character he's a very vulnerable um, guy it's set in mid-america it's quite a bleak bleak place Um, and I suppose the essence of it is is that uh, he's he's sort of what you would call he's not neurotypical so it's a it's a it's a really fascinating character quite a different different one for me Um, and we bought all our clothes for five
0: He just repeated himself twice with the same sentence. I know they had a little video edited there in there as well, but it still was technically a little repetitious given what's going on. Um, Let's move here. All right, so let's do some Andrew Scottness, Give him some red ink because all the ladies love him. Uh, Andrew Scott. And let's double check here. All right, you guys so talking about Andrew Scott. Okay, cool. And then um, let's, uh, let's make sure. Okay, let's get that there. And then we get this here. Awesome. So my only things up are these two windows. Great. And okay, cool. So I'm going to put a point down for initiating uh, so far. And then we'll uh, continue. Five dollars
10: in, in, in Mid-America. We shot it in Georgia. It's, uh, it was a it was
0: a. It was a- in middle America, we shot it in Georgia. That's actually sensing. I really helped with the, with the character. He's a yeah. bin man. Yes, yeah. yes, exactly. It's yeah, exactly. yeah. so very glamorous.
4: Well, like you say, it is. It's a, it's,
0: it's... it's a femme man. It's very glamorous. Those are two TE labels, back-to-back, F-I-T-E statements. This guy sounds really like another interesting wafer.
4: watch. And it is so great to see you in these different roles. And I think it's almost like you make a conscious decision to have an eclectic mix of yeah. characters in uh, your yeah, life. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Gosh, he's got that crazy Australian ESFP smile. You guys know what I'm talking about? You know, like that Australian ESFP smile. Oh, man. Reminds me of my friend Brodie Lee. Is that oh, something that you really true. think yeah. about?
10: I think around the time when we were filming it, I think maybe Spectre or something had just come out, the James Bond film, and um, I didn't... I started acting when I was a kid, and I've always, I've always just enjoyed the sort of playfulness of him to play as many different things as possible. And, uh, so yeah, so this was this is um, definitely definitely very di- different. I wanted to get away from villains. So with this and um,
0: Fleabag. Oh, I wanted to get away from villains because you know that's what I want. And I want to be a good person. So I want people to think highly of me and think good of me because I'm an FI user. Because I'm a Wayfarer. Aww. All and all and all the theatre stuff. Yeah. So yeah, try to, make, try to try to try, try to, to mix make it, it up, up, up yeah. a bit. Yeah. yeah,
4: I don't blame you at all. Well, yeah. flee by. It's been
10: amazing. It's been <gasps> absolutely incredible. Yeah, yeah, really. It, I don't think we we. Um, I knew it was going to be. Uh, you know, it was beautiful script
0: and everything, but uh, the the effect that it's had on people is amazing. <laughs> I yeah. bet
4: because yeah. it is.
0: The effect that it's had on people is amazing. He hasn't like actually said a true fact the entire time. He's just saying how he feels. He initiated that point, he informed again, my goodness, uh, hasn't done any what-if net, so a little bit of concrete, but let's just keep going a little bit more.
4: people are talking about, yeah, isn't yeah, it? I like yeah. strangers coming up to mm, you talk about Phoebe. But you actually knew Phoebe, who of course starred and wrote Phoebe Waller-Bridge, yeah. who wrote the thing. Yes. Um, you knew her years ago, you actually yeah. were in a play together Yeah, we did many a play about ago. 10
0: years ago, and uh, so... Oh, we did a play about ten years ago. another initiation the guy 's initiating f. This is like a serious extrovert
10: We uh, spoke last. we had this amazing meeting um, last summer. Sure. The reason that they, they they respond to them so well is because you know they 're messed up and we all look for love um, sometimes in the wrong places and but that doesn 't mean that those those people um, don 't have uh, huge effects on our lives. so we wanted um, to convey love in a, in a sort of new way yeah. and, and just because it 's funny doesn 't mean that there isn 't a
0: Ooh, we wanted to convey love in a new way. Interesting. And he had another previous abstract statement for that. <coughs> Gosh, dang. Whew. Uh, all right. So, I mean, there's a chance. Like, uh, guys, I'll be honest with you. Like, I'm sitting right here between a little bit ENFP, a little bit ESFP, to be honest. Uh, we're going to have to verify against Philosopher just in case. So, just being honest with you guys. So, we'll check that out. Um, so, okay. Uh, um internet connection. Okay. Are you guys saying I'm dropping frames right now? Nope. It says zero drop frames. So, all right, cool. Uh, all right. The, the heartbreaking. Complete tragedy
4: actually <laughs> in parts of it, yeah. wasn't there. Yeah. And she did write it specifically for you. I mean, you were-
0: Heartbreaking and sad. That was an affiliative statement. That's cool. I didn't see much pragmatic with this guy. It seems pretty Where affiliative the person so far. I think she
4: wanted to play this role. I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah, again, yeah, yeah. A, that's a lovely yeah, compliment, not Oh, yeah, it's lovely.
0: No, so I'm so great. I, I absolutely adore her. Uh... That's oh, a lovely thing, and I adore Okay, so that's again a TE statement, F-I-T-E statement for sure. She's incredibly, just incredibly gifted and, and playful. And... Okay, I'm done with this uh, interview. I'm moving on to a different interview. Need more information. Let's we'll skip ahead.
10: Uh, an audition at the Abbey Theatre in Dublin, which is our national theatre, and um, so I got there and I just kind of worked from there. But I was only—I was only—I just turned nineteen when I when I went to the Abbey Theatre, and so um, I had a great start. You know. Um, uh, It's kind of extraordinary to me that that I got all those opportunities, you know, when I was still a teenager. Um but uh and it meant that it actually meant that I didn't have a sort of um I've never had a um I think sometimes in drama schools, I don't know if anybody is interested or has gone to drama schools here, but um the thing that I
0: I don't know if there's anyone's interested in drama schools. He keeps going back and forth, like he's he seems to be pretty shadow focused and he's cognitive transitioning pretty well. His cognitive gateways are pretty well open between like his neural pathways and whatnot. So, I need to verify whether or not he's this guy's an introverted sensor or an extroverted sensor, really, just to be sure. Because, like, again, ENFP or uh, ESFP, I mean, this guy is like straight up a starter type. We know he's a starter, we know he's FITE, we just don't know which one. So, we got to look at this temperament now. So, we just say, Okay, yo. What's your temperament? And then also a different quadra as well. So is this guy a philosopher? Is this guy a wayfarer? Is this guy pragmatic? Is this guy affiliative? You know what I'm saying? Is this guy concrete? Is this guy abstract? So let's just keep going. You know?
10: I'm glad that I I didn't have to um, take on board, I suppose, as sort of a pack mentality, because I think what can what can happen, what the wonderful thing about being in, in uh, the
0: He just keeps interrupting himself over and over and over. He's just so informative, initiating movement. Definitely a starter type. Like, hands down, he is the starter. One of the four starter types, and we know for a fact he is that. So, again, this is why he's just an ENFP or ESFP, one of the two. You know, so let's get some more information. We need some of this filled out in here to kind of understand where he's really coming from.
10: The yeah, theatre industry or the film industry is that you can do with, with each project. Is, it, 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 it is a completely different atmosphere. So if you're doing a play that's about um, cats, <laughs> 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 you you have to hang out with loads of cats. <laughs> um, uh, are-
0: oh, if you're gonna be with a lot of cats, oh. Y- you have to, you know, hang up a lot of cats. It so kind of be, I could argue expert sensing mirroring for that, but I could also argue expert intuition um, mimicry as or, well. You know, so.
10: or else if there's a play that's about, it's a working class play or it's a, by different races or different sexualities or different male and female. So that each thing, that there's no sort of socioeconomic group that you um, you hang out with. And sometimes what can happen, I think...
0: There's no socio-economic group that you hang out with. Talking about all the different social orders of what's happening. That's a very affiliative point. Of view. Even
10: in in college, when we're at university or in, in, drama, in drama schools, that you have a sort of false environment where everybody is 19, and f- can sometimes it can feel competitive, and um, um, uh, that you're competing against these other people. That, uh, it, um, that to my mind, I think competition in in um, in the industry I'm in. I mean, it's a very competitive industry, but it, it's a, it's sort of disallowed me from being competitive because I find that, I think that's really one of the most difficult things about going into such an insecure profession, which is that um, you have to kind of forage for work and people are like, why is that person doing that? And why is doing, you know?
0: have to forage for work that's also extra sensing again it keeps using se statements over and over and over again he might be going into his eyes have to shadow to pull uh shadow to pull out that affiliative
7: so let's see
10: So no, comparing yourself to
1: all right so
0: it's connected so should be working now Sorry about that, guys. Hopefully it stays that way. All right. Can you hear me? Uh, should be back. Um, sorry about that. The uh, modem was unplugged, and that's uh, not the best thing in the world. So, hey, yeah. Yeah, I'm back. Sorry about that. Anyway, let's continue on with our work, shall we? <laughs> All right. That modem takes a long time to recycle. I, I just don't know what happened, so whatever. Um, but cool. R. Kelly, ladies and gentlemen. Let's continue. R. Kelly. Unhinged an interview with Gail King. Wow. I want to see unhinged R. Kelly. Oh, that's CBS. CBS doesn't like me very much. Let's see. Uh, breaks the silence on sex abuse claims. R. Kelly interview. Best moments, R. Kelly, okay, gosh. Uh, Let's see, Uh, R. Kelly post-live interview. Gosh, he's definitely gonna be putting on a show. I can see why someone asked me to do this. Wow. Live-in girlfriend calling him a monster. The raw and uncut interview from 1998. Let's try that. Let me know if you guys can hear it still.
7: I'd love to know your very first childhood memory musically. What's your very first char- musical childhood memory?
2: Musical what?
7: Childhood memory. Oh, musical childhood yeah.
2: memory. Um. I can remember uh, slowing up the record to get. Oh, I bet you if someone approached you yesterday to tell you that you would be jamming, you would not believe it because you never thought that you would be jamming. That's by. Uh, Stevie Wonder. I remember slowing that up and, uh, just to get that because I couldn't understand what he was saying. And I was so interested to, to hear what he was saying so I could learn it. And that was like one of the hardest things.
0: Kind of seems like an introverted sensor. Go, uh, go point for introverted sensing on that one. Uh, Talking about his past. Um, kind of like introverted sensing recall. Could be extroverted sensor uh kind of seems like an FI user though so but uh we'll, we'll keep going
2: i heard stevie wanted to do so i wanted to get that so i, I remember that i was about i guess 12 uh, 13. that's very funny you said that i did the same thing yeah <laughs> did you get I did, it i did exactly i didn't get every <laughs> well, single word but i did exactly the same. yeah it was brilliant the genius
0: oh did you guys not even see andrew scott Was I completely offline before I even realized that I'm still going? Okay. You guys didn't even see Andrew Scott at all? Andrew Scott came out a uh, ESFP, so I can redo Andrew Scott if necessary. Okay. Thanks for letting me know. I appreciate that. (sighs) This is what happens when I experiment and trial and error on, like, literally everything. So, yeah. Okay. Oh. Yep. Pop. Yeah, I didn't see you finishing. All right, it's all good. I'll will finish I'll finish him right now. We got this. All right, Andrew Scott. It's really embarrassing. All right, cool. So the last video I finished him with was this one full Q and A. Start off right where I left off.
10: which is that um, you have to kind of forage for work, and people are like, "Why is that person doing that? And why is doing you know?" Com-
0: you have to forage for work. Why is that person doing that one thing? That's a sign of expert sensing, saying it twice. He's reliving his memories through like, the eyes of other people at the same time, etc. So that's what's going down um, in that situation. I have no idea why it's not loading through. I think all my add-ons on Chrome is being a problem here. So I'm gonna do a new Cognito window. Do it over there, get all my add-ons out. Andrew Scott, Andrew Scott, awesome, there we go. Full Q&A at Oxford. So I have a lot less add-ons attached to this uh, Chrome instance, should be better.
10: I was gonna say was, there's a really uh, disgusting, I think, attitude towards Fandoms and um, what it means to be a fan of like a television show, like if you're into Game of Thrones or Sherlock or whatever the hell you're into. And I think there's a there's a whiff of bullying about it in the media. And I'm always asked by journalists, "Have you ever had any freaky experiences with fans?" And of course I have. But I like you know, of course. But in sport, grown men go and dress up in their team's colours and get incredibly emotional and support, um, um invested in it and they talk about it and they're passionate about it and no one bats an eyelid and then, but if, if you apply the same thing to um, people who are fo- fond of TV shows, I've, I find it kind of you know, something a bit gross and um, just because it's not a sort of um, it's not the people who run the world who, who, do, who tend to become devoted to that or do
0: cosplay. What? What? The dog got back in there? Hey, Beauty. Hey, Beauty. I'm live streaming. Hey, guys. <laughs> Apparently, Railgun didn't uh, care very much on that one. I'm gonna have to move. It's this loud. Holy smokes. They weren't supposed to be here this soon. I'm sorry, guys. This whole night is just an absolute crazy show. Oh gosh, hold on, and now everyone's up and talking so let's see here, I'm move outside, give me a second here. Give me a second. It's like the whole night's is chaotic. Now, now they're yelling at each other. <laughs> This
10: way, please. Um, Play or whatever it is that people people do. Um, they're they're sort of in the, the line of fire.
5: Yeah. Do you remember what it felt like to
11: when you were first cast um, for the show?
10: You shut the door behind me. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like, uh, I I do. Or I, I didn't really forecast the success of the show. I knew it would be. Oh. Yeah. Uh, successful because Sherlock yeah, is a very famous brand and um, it was really, really well written. Honestly, But everybody was terrified that people wouldn't really take to the sh- idea of Sherlock is. being a, um, uh, you know, setting it in a, in a modern day setting. And then when we did the Victorian episode, people were really upset that it, it messed with the format of, of Sherlock Holmes. That's a, it's a sign of success no, in I'm a way. But, um, yeah, I, I kind of did it, I had this little small part at the end.
0: My dog's visiting me now, so... Awesome. <laughs> I know, right? Show you guys around? <laughs> my dog wants to say hi. That's what he's doing. No, sit. Sit. Hey, buddy. He's got a lot of fleas right now, so he's really struggling. You guys want to see him real quick? I'll show you. I'll show you my dog. There he is. Say hi. Say hi. Say hi to all the people. Okay, you're not really good at saying hi, but that's okay. We'll deal with it. So, you're like, show dog now. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> uh, hands down your favorite time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just my life right now. I mean, if you can only see what's behind the computer, there's a barbecue, a, a broom, and there goes the dog, and there's a random towel. It's good times. It's really good times. (laughs) So, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, Let's keep going. Please, God Almighty. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, I'm just going to erase R. Kelly entirely. Kind of glad we did that interview with uh, this guy, Andrew Scott. Do it again. All right. We'll do... uh, Andrew Scott, awesome. And then uh, let's make sure like that's actually showing it properly. No, it's not. One. And that two, and that two, and that two, and that two. Awesome. Okay. Cool. And then cut that one down, and that one, and that. One.
1: Okay. No one knew you were alive, but
0: if you go back to the living room, I'll read the You sure? Yeah. I hope so. Yeah. Okay. We didn't know. She it's fine.
5: Because her dad's hard of
0: hearing, so she
12: didn't
0: talk to him. That's okay. I guess she learned a Okay. Well, cool. Um, can I get my power supply? Because this thing's going to die. Yeah. Um, is Everyone it? is very amused about all this, so. <laughs> where is it? It's, 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 in, it's in your room. Okay. okay. Yeah. Thanks, beauty. Okay, I'll come back inside. Great. I get to go back inside now. (laughs) Guys. I just want to do my show. (laughs) Oh my gosh. All right, well, you guys get to go on a little ride with me. You know, as I grab my laptop and behave like a hooligan on the internet. And then I'll get back to like what I'm supposed to do here. Oh my goodness. But hey. At least I know my new non-Yeti audio system works, right? So, uh, you know, it's funny about this. What's really funny about this is that, like, even though I'm holding all this stuff, she shut the door. <laughs> That's what's actually funny about this, trust me. Now I have to, like, figure out how I'm going to open the door without, like, crashing myself everywhere, you know what I'm saying? So... Yep, life of C. S. Joseph in California right now, you know. It's good times. Very good times. Oh wow. So you got my power supply. Thank God. That's nice. Okay, do you want a salmon for dinner? Uh I don't, I don't want to eat anything, honestly. Really. I'm full. Like I want food. Keto diet. I don't want any food. Thank you, Beauty. Cool. All right. So let me get that out of the way. Get this out of the way. With all my little wires. Oh, you got me a keto snack. Well, that's fantastic. And I have electricity now, so now I don't have to deal with the fact that my laptop may just spontaneously explode. Uh, well, with not explode, maybe it would, but yeah, water would be nice. Thank you, beauty. So, all right. Now we can get back to the show, I hope, gosh, I hope there's not room for the mouse. Yeah, there is. Awesome. There is enough room for... Dang. Everything's like all tiny. SED demon elbow. Oh. If there isn't any memes about this stream afterwards, like, guys, I'm gonna be so disappointed, so... Sure, you get like some really good memes for this. I'm sure it'll be very men- memorable for the community. We <laughs> uh,
5: got like 10 people in the background screaming in Russian. Yeah. How's there not gonna
0: be memes for I, I know, right?
5: <laughs>
0: okay, you don't need to demonstrate for us, as the Hero. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> okay, are you guys are all laughing at me right now? Oh my gosh. Uh, It's a funny, fun stream. Okay, cool. (laughs) I don't even know if I am streaming at all, like, actually. (laughs) Okay, cool. And no dot drop frames, but CPU is, like, terrible. So, okay. I'll fix that. Let's get that there. Let's get that there. Let's get a CPU down. Okay. And we got that, and we got that. All right, back to Andrew Scott again. Holy crap, guys! Back to Andrew Scott. All right, so
1: of,
10: um, here we go. Series one, and um, uh, I was terrified. I, for some stupid reason, I hadn't seen it. I watched it with the eleven other, the eleven million people who were watching Sherlock at the time. Um, there were articles in the paper about who is gonna be Moriarty. You know? I was just like t-
1: t- terrified.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
10: what? is like
1: kid.
0: Okay. No interruptions, please. <laughs> 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 she uh, she found herself some good food. Um now I don't know if I'm getting jealous for Probably not, but uh so, like, guys, like, this guy, like, Andrew Scott, like, I'm getting pretty confused because all of a sudden, like, he's, like, completely calling him transition. He's coming off, like, an ISF shade now. This is really interesting. So,
10: let's just. He really was. I was like, oh my God, it's me. And I.
0: <laughs>
10: and uh, 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 and, uh, and I, st- I hadn't even seen my performance. I didn't know what. So, when in that swimming pool scene, when I was like, what's this going to be like? And. Uh, <laughs> I hated it, you know, I saw it and I thought, oh, the way, I, 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 any performer, I, I tend not to kind of look at stuff that I'm in anymore. I find it very hard. It's
0: Oh, he's getting really uncomfortable about stuff he's never been before. That's introverted sensing. He made an expert sensing earlier, but he made another introverted sensing statement there as well. So... See, came off like an ESFP earlier, but he might be cognitive transitioning. So, and I think he's more in his element in this interview. So,
10: it's kind of like when you know when you listen to yourself on uh, someone else's answering machine or something. You think, oh, I don't sound like that.
0: <laughs> okay, he's talking about like when you're listening to yourself on someone else's uh, answering machine. Oh, I don't sound like that. That can be seriously. Stop doing that. <laughs> <laughs> apparently this dessert is so epic <laughs> okay apparently uh the dog's going on a walk with railgun right now so he's the dog's having like a really hard time right now guys because he's got like fleas all over him and he's had this horrible flea bath and he's got like bites everywhere he's been like so red like every inch of him is red and i kind of feel bad for my dog so He's being treated for it, but it just sucks. He's having to suffer so much. He was, like, whining in the middle of the night. He couldn't handle it because of the pain caused by the bugs. So it just sucks. So. All right. Awesome. Yeah. Peek into my life. Yeah. You should do more live chat Q&As. I do live chat Q&As. I just do them for members. I don't, like, do them necessarily for the thing. So, anyway. Okay. All right. Let's continue. And
10: except you have the way you look too, and then um, so then it, it it came out and it was huge, and it it was quite divisive. My my my, the, I think people kind of wanted it to be something else that it wasn't, and uh,
0: it was quite divisive. I think people, divisive. I think people wanted it to come out some other way. That's uh, that's an expert intuition for sensing statement. It's also a ti statement as well. Still very informative. He hasn't really initiated much in this conversation. Very responding. If you remember before, he initiated three times from the previous uh, interview that we looked at. So he came off as an ESFP in that one.
10: You know, some people just didn't um, go for it. And some people adored it. And uh, I I, I was quite pleased with that. I I, I always think if you're going to do something worthwhile artistically, you should put your autograph on it. Do what you want to do and so, so much of our, our drama and um, art now I think can, is a little bit um, derivative and I think you've got to do something and not be too, to be respectful but not too um, reverent um, and then you can put your own stamp on it. So um, I was glad that, that it was divisive in a way, although I was... Um
0: yeah, I'm glad it was divisive in a way, you know? okay, and then he's going to all himself.
10: It was my first experience with online opinion, which now I have just, I just avoid, because it was genuinely upsetting because people hide behind
0: Ooh, he's having to deal with online opinion, and then he starts to feel guilty about his performance. Interesting. Um,
10: you know, usernames and stuff like that, and they can say whatever the hell they want, and they say they go right to the heart of stuff that you you can be really, really vulnerable about. And I, I rang Mark Gatiss, the, the um, producer and writer of it, and I said, you know, if you want to let me go, I totally understand and he was like, "Oh, I should have told you don't don't go on the internet and uh, <laughs> because people are so full of opinion and so now
0: people are so of opinion I've never had this experience before that also comes off like an infrared sensing statement and also a bit affiliative. this guy sounds super affiliative he's, he's not really so pragmatic at all, given his social awareness, so just keep that in mind for him. This guy is a psychopath, really? Why why is he a psychopath? <laughs> okay, actor profile. Bring the dog. Come on, guys. <laughs> oh my goodness. Why is there always something going on in your life? Because there always is something going on in life. Everyone. <laughs> Hope the dog feels better. Yeah. Yeah, he did come off super extroverted. It's just it's probably a situation. He's like how you transition and whatnot. So do you need something? No,
1: but the oh. room how oh, come left the
7: room
0: downstairs. What happened? Oh, say again? How
5: come you left the room downstairs? What happened
0: Because the internet came down came off and I'm having a babysit the modem right now no. because it came home and Added a device to the thing crashed everything
12: mm-hmm.
1: that's why mm-hmm. <laughs> good yeah, time put my, my phone, my phone.
0: no that's not gonna do any good mm-hmm. just we need like no devices right now so i can finish the show and tell everyone to be quiet please and <laughs> thank you
10: <laughs> oh, i'm just i'm just well used to it i mean people would say whatever the hell they want like and i'm like nice. yeah i've heard it before you know Sorry. so it's in a way it toughens you up
5: yeah how did you find dealing with it to begin with what how did you care
0: so in a way, it toughens you up. That's a typical introverted sensing statement as well. He'll talk about his own uh, experience, but say in a U form, so expert sensing. This guy's like super, super balanced. Uh, and as a result of that, it's pretty good. It's pretty difficult to type. Plus, the endless distractions keep getting in the way. So... <laughs> He plays Moriarty. Um, That's pretty cool. I like the whole Moriarty thing. I think Moriarty is more of a crusader character for sure. A lot of people think it's like INTJ. I, I, I like having like a crusader approach to Moriarty or uh, Sherlock Holmes, quite honestly. So let's use a different interview. conversations with Andrew Scott. There we go. So.
4: Hi, everyone. My name is Leslie O'Toole. I'm a contributor to Backstage and Los Angeles Times, and I'm delighted to introduce our guest, who, as you can probably imagine, is one of the hottest things in the UK right now.
10: Last summer, and we ended up meeting in Soho, where we'd done the play. We did the sort of fringe play in this, uh, in in the Soho Theatre, in in Soho in London. And then we had this extraordinary three-hour stroll
4: around, around Soho. <laughs> around Soho,
10: and I actually took her to a, um, uh, a venue that appears in the in the uh, uh, one of the forthcoming episodes of um, of the show. And we spoke for about three hours and um, about love and you know loss and religion. We talked an awful lot about religion and and. and
0: we talked about this. We talked about that. It's expert sensing. So this interview is like really close to his first interview. So I wonder if this is actually his real element. And maybe he was just super, super uncomfortable with so many people. But I mean, if you really are an ESFP, you would do that. It's kind of interesting sometimes when you're looking at like introverts or extroverts. An introvert in a one-on-one situation can definitely behave like an extrovert. And then, uh, you know... But if you do the opposite of that, where you have an extrovert in a one-on-one situation, they can behave like an introvert. And then you also have to con- you know, look at expert intuition mimicry versus expert sensing mirroring. And the mirroring is especially worse if it's like S-E-F-E from like a Templar standpoint. So it's kind of like, okay, wow, like, what are we actually dealing with here? So this guy just requires additional verification. Pretty good actor, quite frankly. Which I'm is trying
10: really- to... Um- uh create a character that we haven't really seen on on television before i think a, a, a lot of the time um catholics are are um conveyed you know as you know the humanity human human side of the not really are um, not really seen so uh and we talked about love and how it had the
0: all right so it's definitely informative keeps going on informative um and uh seems pretty progression in this interview um, and then he initiated, or he hasn't initiated yet in
10: this one as well. So it's a surprising going. way it, it it manifests itself.
4: And had you agreed at the end of the three hours that you were going to do it? Because yes, you hadn't absolutely. seen anything yet.
10: No, I hadn't seen any scripts. And at the very end of it, I said, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely do this. And uh, then I rang my agent, told her. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yes. Huh?
0: I'm fine here. As long as I don't move, I'm cool. <laughs> Oh they are, okay. I gotta move again, guys. Yeah, again. <laughs> oh my goodness. This is what the one, two, three. This is the fourth time I've moved. Great. So much easier when I do this in my own house, you know what I'm saying? All right, here we go again. Yippee skippy. Convenient place, the floor.
1: Ugh. Now I'm in a room.
0: see i'm extremely happy you know are you guys gonna start uh taking some bets on how many more times i have to move hmm? i wonder i wonder so many bad ideas all right like doing a stream tonight that seems to have been a bad idea on my part so my bad guys for just making everything so lame drawn out so I'm five eleven. All
10: right. So it so was great. It was it was I just knew there's something about Phoebe's energy. I think the most extraordinary thing about her. Um
0: I just knew something about Phoebe's energy. There's just something extraordinary about her. Okay, that was an that was an F E T I statement and that was an S I N E statement, uh talking about his experience Is that she's
10: able to um two things are able to exist at once. You know, great comedy and great tragedy, the the um the series develops in the most extraordinary way. I mean, that isn't um, uh, public relations, me saying that. It's genuinely such beautiful.
0: It's developing in the, in the most extraordinary way. It's genuinely beautiful. It's also extraordinary feeling. Uh, and uh said it like twice. So he's got a lot of uh, FI in there. So it seems to be ESFP focused if he's an ISFJ. So... But guys, I mean, have you guys not been paying attention to, like, how this guy dresses, like, over the last few interviews so far? He's always in dark colors. He's not really anything, in, anything super bright, you know, which is typical of a crusader type. He also made a statement earlier about, like, being, like, uh, things unfair. So it's just as hard to tell between whether or not this guy is a starter type or if he is a background type. Um, so we're going to have to uh, keep an eye on that. Uh, on that, and then uh, let's look a little bit more in terms of abstract, concrete, and whatnot. So, let's keep going. beautiful,
10: beautiful television, and it's really had this enormous impact back in in London, um, and I think it's because she's able to um, she's able to uh, be playful, and I you know a lot of actors will will really appreciate the idea that like when, a lot of the time when you're on set. The main job seems to be to complete the call sheet, just to get it done, and you know to, and actually, what she's able to do so brilliantly is to is to uh, be playful on on the day, so that you feel you feel like she comes up with ideas. So many things that are still in the show are things that we 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 create on the day, not so much plots and everything, but you know just, uh, but just um, uh, these extraordinary ideas and the idea that we're in charge when they say action. Till. Till, till they say cut. That's your time. And rather than just feeling this enormous um, pressure from you know completing the. It sounds issue.
4: like she's a very generous actor when she could be.
0: So he's talking about the enormous pressure that uh, you know that he ends up having, and he ends up sharing that pressure with others. So it's like if he if he is an ISFJ, his ESFP side, pretty well developed, the expert at sensing, nemesis is like pretty serious, you know. So that's that's pretty cool and, and being able to see how well developed that is like for example like Railgun you know range for sensing nemesis because nemesis function can like completely get in the way of like it could completely derail somebody like my anti-nemesis derails me all the time as I get worried about what I'm going to do or what do I want or I don't know etc and that can like be like a serious thing get in the way of life as we know it you know what I mean so that's just like that's just like something that you know a lot of people just they don't understand. Um, it's because, like, hey, you know, you get so worried and your hero gets in the way, you know, and uh, or your nemesis getting your hero, basically, and uh, it can lead to personal confusion. Uh, and it's like, I'm introverted sensing inferior, right? But then my wife should be like, oh, I'm introverted sensing nemesis. And but I need to have I need to be comfortable, too. And then, like, her nemesis sometimes competes with the inferior, right? And just like this guy like his nemesis is being worried he's worrying uh right now about like the production that he's in because he's an actor and he's talking about the call sheet and all that and he's talking about the system that he has to follow consistently and he's definitely systematic because he's talking about the system right so affiliative systematic which means this guy is definitely an sj for sure uh it's very systematic. I haven't really talked to him, or I haven't really heard him say anything this entire evening about like, you know, weighing things out in terms of, okay, this is what I'm getting out of this situation. This is what we're getting out. You know, he's always constantly talking about following the process, okay? And following the process is a systematic thing. And that's something that he's been consistent on this entire time is being systematic. Okay. So that's pretty cool. Definitely systematic. Uh, I haven't really heard much abstractions, so it's mostly concrete. I mean, we could verify against that, but I think, I think I'm think i pretty set on him actually being an ISFJ, which would cause me to um, uh, revise my previous uh, assertion that he was an ESFP. He definitely was an ESFP in that side of the mind, but I think this guy's actually an ISFJ, quite frankly, so. Um, you guys uh you guys jive with that or you guys think I'm nuts? Um, so Okay. Alright. Um ENTPs don't can't sleep. Floor gang. Okay. Alright, well I guess some feedback guys, or am I just really behind in the chat right now? Like I have no idea. <laughs> it's all good, basic Betty. I appreciate your guys' patience, honestly. Um uh, so yeah. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah, do I it's like I was trying so hard like not to. It's so hard to keep like self discipline, you know what I'm saying? It's it's all good. Um Oh, Mr. E.R., do you don't, apparently I'm lacking humility. I mean, you're not wrong. I, I do. I mean, I, I do get pretty arrogant sometimes, you know, so... But you're right. It, it, humility is a very good thing, and I kind of... I, I do need it. I'll admit it. I'll admit it, so... Um, okay, Purple Flower is like ESFJ. I, you know what? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I... I you're probably right i'm probably like not seeing the forest for the trees here it's because i'm just so flustered with what's going on so but yeah that's that's a good point i really do think that you could definitely be an esfj it's just that (sighs) he just seems so outcome before but yeah informed foreign initiating movement starter so yeah you're right actually all of my if i actually read my own uh my own tick marks, my own tick marks actually say that uh, um, he's more ESFJ, so, and that's fair. Thank you for uh, mentioning that, Purple. I will correct myself. Guys, as much as I type people and whatnot, like, there are times where I just get it wrong, and, you know, and when I'm under, like, so much pressure to, like, do these streams and whatnot sometimes, I mean, I do make mistakes. Like, like with drake i made a mistake that one time and that sucked um but it is what it is i i can't help it all i can do is just verify it and that's why i like the next the next lecture i do on the youtube channel is going to be the last lecture i do it's gonna be the last one um uh the last one on the youtube channel all of the lectures are actually being moved off into the membership the lectures that are already on the channel will stay on the channel though they'll stay um but the lectures after that oh there kitty. the kitty's here hopefully she sits in my lap she's a really good cat um kitty um that'll calm me down the cat um but uh but the point is is that all the content that i released after this next lecture is just going to be different like we're migrating all csj response to this channel we're uh, going to be using csj response or something, or something else completely um kind of probably more shorthand videos um and uh we're just kind of be- we're making tons of changes this july quite frankly so it's just there's just so much on my mind of all these things so yeah anyway uh so yeah definitely it's so hard for me to type esfjs too they're like the ones i struggle with the most but yeah you're right i mean you'd have to be an esfj he is a starter type he's an sfj we've proved he's an sj already my own tick marks say that for that much and on top of that just how he's just talking up everybody around him consistently and over and over and over like yeah that's effie that's Hero uh, so thank you Mr. Purple for uh, informing me of my error I really appreciate it good sir because I'd rather have an accurate good show and if I'm wrong I'm wrong you know so and I'll admit I was wrong and kind of rushed because of all the crap that's been happening to me but I think I'm getting a little bit of peace right now I Can get into my introverted sensing zen you know what I'm saying so that's kind of like my hope with all this. Um, so, yeah. Um, awesome. Yeah, awesome. So yeah, ESFJ, guys. ESFJ for this guy. I'm not gonna spend much time on it anymore. If you guys really want me to verify him later, I can. I just wanna move on to the next one. And honestly, like, based on all the information I already had, with him being mostly a starter type. So yeah, ESFJ. We know he's systematic for sure. We know he's affiliative. We just know that. He's an SJ. So, um, so yeah, let's move on. Get my phone out. Look at the next uh, the next doohickey here. So, awesome. Uh, let's see here. All right, we deleted that. Now we're going to, guess what? R. Kelly. You um, R. Kelly. Oh, um, commenter thirteen, you put Carol Baskin. Uh, we already did Carol Baskin. She's an ENFJ, so if you want, you could probably like check somebody else uh, as like a possibility there. Um, all right, all right, cool. So I'm gonna do R. Kelly now. R. Kelly. Thank God, we get to move on. All right. So as I do this, well. On the floor. That's what I do. I do whatever it takes. Whatever it takes for the audience, that's what I do. So awesome. I get to join the ranks of other YouTubers yeah, with their interesting livestream antics, you know. Alright, R Kelly. Let's get out of this. Let's get out of this. Let's get out of this. R. Kelly. Okay, R. Kelly is unhinged an in interview with Gail King. Common says uh, best moments: um, the raw and uncut interview. That's where we were last time. Let's do that. And uh, speaks out amid allegations of child pornography. Dang, that's crazy. All right.
2: Kenwood's basketball Skip team. Ahead. Which is name of my high school. And uh, but I happened to have a music class. At that point in time, I wasn't. I think I was about sixteen, seventeen. I, I was not. I was not interested in music.
0: About that time, I thought, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, sixteen, seventeen, now? That's introverted sensing, straight up. It's just straight up introverted sensing. Remembering his own personal past, not through the eyes of like other I people. Was
2: really trying to be the next Michael Jordan, of course, and. Um,
0: I was trying to be the next Michael Jordan, of course, okay, he's comparing himself to another person, looking at someone else's status, status that he wants, using the name as their label, which is a T.E. statement. This guy sounds like a philosopher.
2: She told me that I would sing, you know, I would uh, be the next Stevie Wonder or Superstar, Michael Jackson or something like that, and I I laughed at her like she was crazy, you know, I was, I couldn't see it. And everything I am today, she could see it, my mother could see it. And uh, she would tell me that,
0: uh, Kitty Uh, almost got that cat. (laughs) She comes by, I'll grab her.
2: Uh, I was gonna be where I'm at today and even further. So, and it just it just happened. She put me in a talent show, and uh, I did the talent show. And and the girls was.
0: She put me in a talent show. I did the talent show, you know, and. And the girls, you know, so it's two introverted sensing statements. It's another T E statement talking on the status that he got from that situation. And,
2: and I was like, man, I I don't get this kind of love on the court, you know. Uh, and of course, I'm going to choose that over basketball, and I did, and I've been doing it ever since.
8: So, what would you, would you say that?
0: Of course, I'm going to choose that over basketball. I'm doing that ever since, yeah, because he he loves uh he loves the status that comes there. Let's keep going.
7: Was your big break, or, or was there a stage a little further down the line that was the significant break for your music?
2: I would say my big break is is that point in time I learned that Stevie Wonder uh, riff. That was one of the steps because I, I felt like, man, if I learned that, I can learn anything because that guy was going pretty fast. But as far as crowd-wise and what nailed it, I would say my first talent show, um, pretty much. Is what
0: I could learn that I could learn anything again that's TE pretty cool it seems really
1: informative
2: bit me in a way like uh, Peter Parker got bit by the spider and became spider man you know that was that was the bite for me you know when the, when the, when the women and everybody was showing me so much love at the talent show and I won and and I was like, wow, it was, it was overwhelming.
7: Can you relive that fear and energy that you had the first time you went on stage and had to actually compete to try and win, you know, like a talent competition? Because that must be just, a, a, for a young guy, a really awesome experience.
2: Well, I had my eyes closed through the whole thing, so I, I just heard everything. Uh, the idea is she put me in these black glasses and had a friend of mine walk me out on the stage like I was Stevie Wonder.
0: I have a friend walk me out on stage like I was Stephen Wonder again, introverted sensing. So definitely, this guy is a philosopher, straight up. You have a philosopher on your hands. Um, so all philosophers just happen to be affiliative, and I haven't seen really any pragmatic statements at all from him whatsoever. So definitely on the affiliative side. But is he interest based or is systematic? Kind of comes off as interest based, quite honestly really comes off in space. He's also staying on topics. So this is a really good chance he's actually responding. But I want to verify that with a different uh different interview. And um she had me sing ribbon in the sky. And I man, as
2: soon as I started
0: she had me sing start singing ribbon in the sky. She had me. This person extroverted sensed me. She extroverted sensed me. She made me do it. You see what I'm saying? He is admitting that he's an introverted sensor from that statement. All right, does that make sense? So yeah, that's that's a great example. I'm glad that's uh, that's actually in here. Great, something uh, another introverted sensing standpoint. So yeah, awesome. Okay. Yeah, a couple of you guys are really behind in the stream. You might want to hit refresh. So, like, we're on R. Kelly right now, so... Um, it's like, must be a huge delay or something. I don't know. I'm trying to hang in there. Or the chat's behind. I, I have no idea what, what's actually happening, guys. So, so let's figure this out. Let's, uh, let's do R. Kelly Speaks Out.
13: He's a phenomenon in the music industry. R. Kelly
1: is famous to his generation as... I believe I can fly.
2: People should worship, but I am not no demon. I'm not. R. Kelly. It's not who they think. But it's who I know. You know? I'm not perfect. I'm not some
0: Wow, R. Kelly is not who they think, but it's someone who I know. Wow, I've never heard a more philosopher statement in my whole life. Gosh, definitely, definitely. Philosopher. That's that's crazy. That's awesome. All right, cool. Uh, let's keep going.
2: I'm Jesus,
0: that people should worship.
2: But I am not no demon. I'm no devil. I'm no criminal. Do you consider?
0: I'm no demon. I'm no devil. I'm no criminal. Okay, all you T E statements.
1: Conflicted at all about these two personas: this incredibly sexual presence on stage, and this desire to be an upright Christian man. That's quite a cavern you're trying to straddle. Well, being a Christian doesn't
2: necessarily mean you're this upright person. Being a Christian is someone who's repentant.
0: So being a Christian doesn't mean you're such an upright person. Okay, that's an affiliative statement. So yeah, very affiliative. Um, okay, and let's see if we get an interest-based statement. And
2: said, um, God, forgive me. Sure. And when you say it today doesn't mean you can't say it tomorrow. And that's why God is who he is. But that can get us. to be an easy way out after a while because all well, you're saying is, hey, forgive me again. Well, that's not all you're saying. You're continuing to pray. You're continuing to uh, gain strength. It's like walking into a, a, a health club, man, and you you like 600 pounds, you know, as you got a long way to go. Okay,
0: yeah, that was an interest-based uh, statement. Uh, Talking about what people get out of, you know, go, making a comparison, and also talking about what the process that people follow, or what they get out of, you know, being a Christian, etc. Now, and, uh, and then, kind of like what he gets out of it, which is he's saying informatively, he's saying forgiveness. Uh, he's also staying, you know, on topic consistently, so he's definitely responding. This guy is not progression. So informative, responding, outcome, affiliative, interest base, which basically would set R. Kelly as. An INFP straight up, which would make sense because he totally sounds like super, super TE inferior. Especially, you know, he's dealing with these allegations of child pornography in this interview.
1: But let's let's watch a little
0: bit more.
1: Kelly's mix of gospel and Bordello has deep roots in rhythm and blues, but he's given it his own urban spin. I know I shouldn't be doing this, but I kind of
2: really want to. You know, as he sings, my mind's telling me no. So I accepted that. But that, those are the things that my mother and I will share.
1: When Kelly was a young boy, he loved basketball and music. And by the time he was eight, he and his mom were singing songs for a loose change. I mom
2: would have me studying Stevie Wonder, you know, a riff. Wait a minute, you put, you put the Wonder.
1: nickel on the on the needle to slow down the record.
2: So the runs could go really slow, and then you can learn them. And then you learn them, and you get it down pat.
1: With his mom's help, he...
0: Slowing it down, and then you can learn him. He's talking about his introverted sensing uh, experience, basically. Uh, as a result,
1: he used that old nickel trick to learn. All
0: right, there's nothing. Uh, there's no reason to go look at that anymore. Definitely a uh, so one thirty four eighteen. All right, cool. Uh, 134.18, eighteen. Uh, INFp for R. Kelly. Awesome. Alright, moving on from R. Kelly, guys. Let's see here. Um, Alright.
1: Where is it? I'm hmm, to find the R. Kelly. Let's see. Alright, cool.
0: There it is. Delete. Got it. Alright. So we got that one done. Who's next? Okay. So 20 added to Michael Jones. Let's go back to Michael Jones. Dave Superpowers, uh possibly his partner Shan, if possible, for 30. 36, Misha Mansour. All right, we got Duncan at 40. Um, okay, uh, Ben Higgins. Okay, Michael Jones. Okay, cool. So the next one is uh, Duncan Trussell. Duncan Trussell on Joe Rogan is the next one. All right, cool. We got this. All right, So going down here Duncan Trestle. I hope the internet doesn't go down. All right Duncan Trestle And then we're gonna go to the Joe Rogan experience on this one
1: Experience. Okay. Duncan
0: Trussell. Uh, Job. Awesome. Number Duncan Trussell,
7: 1444. This right. is
0: Traeger. All of your favorite foods
8: made better. Yay,
12: yeah. And... Oh, this smells good.
8: I think at my computer. And pressing the button on Amazon where I wanted to buy something, and it's like this isn't available right now. (gasps) In that moment of like, what? It's my button that brings me things. And then like suddenly just realizing, like, oh my fucking god, how completely weak have I become that I got accustomed to pressing this button and people would bring groceries to my house, and now they don't. Now it's, like, stopped. Not only that, I'm so accustomed to, like, well, you know, I'll just go to the grocery store and pick up some food. It's always been there.
0: Well, wow, that guy is super informative. Initiating movement. That's awesome. Okay. Starter type right off the bat. Let's verify it against that. It's not so there! It's
8: Dude, I had an Instacart delivery today.
0: Oh, yeah, he's also, like, uh... Uh, cussing as well. So putting a point down for a uh, pragmatic Um, so he's either an ESFP or an ENTP just like already so ESFP Slash ENTP and then he's talking about like he just initiated again in the same sentence Like, like holy smokes. Okay, cool.
8: Okay, you know, because we wanted to get stock up on food Oh $200 worth of food. Guess what I got? Strawberries Hummus and I think we got like, I don't know, some like eggs. That's it. Out of the whole order, everything else was sold out. All the <sighs> beef gone. All the chicken gone. Nothing's there. It's like the the shelves are empty. So it's like, okay, send everybody two thousand dollars a month, but what are they gonna buy if there's like no food on the shelves? Like what, what well, do you- I think that was a temporary freak out where people
0: what are they going to buy? If there's no food on the shelves. That's pretty cool. I could almost argue that was abstract, but uh um but he does seem he does seem a little systematic actually. Uh does seem a little systematic. And uh, definitely a TI user as near as I can tell, He's looking more and more like an ENTP, quite honestly with this Duncan Trussell guy. Um so yeah. Uh, we'll see. I'll verify against the NFP just in case. Yeah, we'll keep going here. We're going to look at other stockpiled
11: stuff. And I think as long as food keeps getting delivered on a normal schedule, I think that'll normal out. I hope so, man. Yeah, I do. do. I I think that'll normal out. But it just shows you there's so many things in our society that are amazing, like grocery stores, like cell phones, like we can
8: call each other. All this. But called a mommy group. So it's like a connection of online of all these mommies and on like all over L.A. And what they do is they post people will post shit they need. So like one of the moms just had a kid. They don't have any wet wipes. And so then all the other moms will be like, oh, we've got wet wipes. And then right now they're just leaving them on the door. Oh, so a people come nice. and get them. So it's like I think the community thing is a
0: that was also systematic again he's talking about the process you know with people leaving at the door and you know all those mommies etc exactly
8: right but also people have to maybe transcend money for a second and figure out ways to set up in their community
0: figure out ways to set up in their community talk about people and their struggle etc it's an fe statement it's also another systematic statement so systematic fe for sure um which basically means he's automatically a crusader. I mean I could just on the evidence I have right now I could call him as an ENTP. But I want to see him in a different uh, a different um so this is 1444 so let's go into 1464 and see a completely different one. It's
11: hilarious that your biggest concern was getting stuff in your beard and me not t-
8: radio telescopes and stuff that they could maybe look for signals that we can-
0: Oh my gosh, he's got the same beard as Serge Tankian who's an ENTP. Like, look at that guy. He's got the same beard. Like, it's like, wow. You know, he's dressed like an SI user. Can't finders. I don't know. How would
11: they? Maybe something they could tune into things that they wouldn't ordinarily have the frequency to reach. Yeah, man. I don't know. be able to tune into that frequency, rather. Like, what can they do now?
0: Tuning into that frequency and with that comment that you just made previously, that was an abstract statement. So let's keep going. Now,
11: in terms of, I was watching Contact the other night, which is
8: great. Yeah, I forgot great. how good it was. It's a great movie. Yeah. Jodie Foster can act her fucking ass off, yeah. man. She plays I, and the the reason that one of the reasons it resonates for people like us is cuz we admire the fact that somehow they managed to go over there and come back and draw what's over there in a way that we saw that but we you know when i came out of it it's like well you know it's undulating colors and there's some kind of uh disembodied intention that seems to be expressing itself
0: oh some disembodied intention that seems to be expressing itself okay that's super abstract and he's pragmatic uh for sure uh, with his independence, meaning like, oh, I'm just gonna wear this random like ghillie suit on the show, and I'm gonna just you know cuss my face off and not give an F. you know what I'm saying? Before initiating movement like crazy, like just not even even looking at cognitive functions, this guy is straight up an ENTP. Like I, I don't even have to go further with it, guys. There's no point. There's just no point here. The guy's a freaking ENTP. Calling it at one thirty nine zero seven. ENTP. Duncan Trussell, uh, ENTP, 139.07. Cool. Moving on to the next one. Awesome. Gonna delete this message here. Awesome. And who's next? All right, who's next? Who we got? Okay, so $36 for Misha Mansois. And then we have. Added to Michael Jones Michael Jones 15 so 35 36 37 which means Michael Jones is added so Michael Jones okay like which Michael Jones guys uh, I hope I can like find the correct one so y'all are gonna help me out right because I don't like I'm sure there's a million Michael Jones in the world so let's see what we got here interview with Michael Jones like is there a lot of famous Michael Jones? My gosh. How many Michael Jones are there? Which Michael Jones do you guys want? Please, God Almighty, tell me. Tell me. Which Michael Jones? Um, okay. Okay, let's see. Um, okay. Uh, which Michael Jones?
1: Okay, let's see here.
0: yeah okay apparently according to the youtube chat uh, which seems to be like behind oh well the cat's not behind Um, yeah like I need to do (laughs) the cat won't see if you don't (laughs) okay the chat's behind guys, I'm enjoying myself here. I don't know why it's behind, but uh, yeah. I'm gonna try to catch your is TP. Um Okay. Millennials not shaping. Yeah. i P A F. I'm hoping the chat will cat will catch up, but I'm not sure. But you guys are all behind. Uh. okay okay oh we got another one from Lucas Martinez well which Michael Jones like seriously E. Michael Jones okay like Michael Jones chat's not behind okay fine chat's not behind then okay it was Michael Jackson. You read it wrong. Added to E. Michael Jones. Okay, I did read it wrong. Thank you for pointing that out, guys. I'm a little tired right now, but that's okay. We can still have fun. E. Michael Jones. Nice. Now we know what we're talking about. Cool. Alright, interview with E. Michael Jones. Okay, I'm in. I got this. No, i have-
6: understanding on pictures yep. that he makes in his mind, uh, in that his imagination, his fantasy. Oh, it's that guy. And as a result, you end up with things like Homer's Iliad, where basically you have and men result, fighting in front of Troy, and gods are pretty much... Wow, that
0: guy is abstract AF. Oh my gosh. All right, so let's get our board set up here for Mr. E. Michael Jones... Enjoy my hairy legs while you're doing it. You know what I'm saying? Okay, yeah. E. Michael Jones, and you know what? Because this guy like is an interesting fellow, we're gonna give him. Oh dang! Yeah, there we go. Awesome, it worked. E. Michael Jones. He's got him. You know, we got our little uh, unicorn rainbow ink. You know what I'm saying? The unicorn rainbow ink. I'm totally down for this. Um, But yeah, like I put down a point for abstract. And then uh, we're back to kicking ass and taking names. I'm glad to see that the uh, chat is not behind.
6: Cool. A little bit of a higher level, but pretty much involved in the same.
0: Gosh, look at this guy. Like, the guy in the bow tie, I mean, he looks like a carbon clone of Bill Nye, the science guy. And then the other guy in the glasses is like, wow, man, are you, like, literally berating me over something that doesn't matter? I mean, I, I have no That's idea what's the happening. They get
6: jealous of each other. They get angry. Uh, they're like Achilles. They're like a, an exalted form of Achilles. At a certain point, the Greeks got dissatisfied with this idea. Uh, It wasn't going anywhere. We're getting more and more elaborate stories that were leading you farther and farther away from any real understanding of what God was. And Ooh,
0: that's another abstract concept. Okay, but he might be like I'm thinking a philosopher. I'm thinking he might be a philosopher, and if I and without very little information, I'm gonna compare him. I, I think we're looking at ESTJ INFP right here as like a possibility. Um, this guy is obviously a history buff, which stereotypically is an introverted sensor, but you know that doesn't necessarily mean that's the case. But the way he's dressing right now definitely a point for SI for how he's dressing. Like, holy smokes, you know what I mean? Like, wow, right? Even I'm like severely put off by his aesthetic. You know, sometimes I'm severely put off by my own aesthetic, let's be honest. But yeah, like, so straight up, experted sensing. Um, and uh, he's doing tons of TE. Like, okay, there's this factoid, and there's this factoid, and there's this reference, and there's that reference. Skylight like, won't stop referencing. He just references over and over, over again. At a certain
6: point, they decided there was a break. It was made. And the break began with a group of physicists. Fuzikoi is what they were called. Thales of... Uh, of Miletus in Ionia, which is on the western shore of uh, what, was, what is now Turkey, uh, the eastern shore of the Aegean, uh, decided to look at the world and they say, well, it must be made up of something, let's just talk about what these things are as trying to figure out the ultimate reality of the world, that we know, and Thales said it was water, and then Anaxagoras said it was air, and Heraclitus said it was fire. But all of these people had some type of sense of abstraction, but not enough abstraction. And finally.
0: Sense of abstraction, but not enough abstraction. I need to look at another interview. This one's like horrible. I wanna get like something else. Yeah, there we go. Let's do, uh, let's do the Salty Bear. I'm sure the Salty Bear has. A- so good
9: evening, how are you? Have you had a nice weekend?
14: Did you have a, a lovely Father's Day?
6: which was basically uh, uh, Hollywood starlets who had slept with producers to get the job and felt disgusted at yes. themselves and then took it out on Harvey Weinstein. Yes,
12: yes scapegoated. You know?
6: for sure. They scapegoated yeah. him for, for yeah. basically the fact that they had to sleep on the casting couch to get the job. The thing, yeah. But to get back to, get back yeah. to uh, is it Georgia or Alabama? It was Alabama? both actually. I, I think
12: they, they both are leading okay. the charge, yeah.
6: They refused okay, to shoot think- any
12: movies or anything in Georgia because
6: of this bill, and now oh, Alabama. Is- go, go build terror on the back lot in Hollywood. Yeah, you've already had a uh, lady. <laughs> wow, that was
0: actually pretty direct uh, and initiating. Interesting. Very direct and initiating. Okay. Uh, it's like, go do this, lady. You know, uh, you basically ordered her in that conversation. And wow,
6: interesting. So, uh, but but I think what we're seeing here is I think what's going to happen is we're going to go back to a regional solution mm-hmm. because the, the abortion has not succeeded no. in becoming acceptable. It's never going to happen. I think, as a thought experiment, think uh, are the people, uh, is the legislature in Georgia proposing a return to chattel slavery? <laughs> no. They are not doing that because everyone accepts the fact that that's, that was a bad idea, even though we practice,
0: Everyone accepts the fact that that's a bad idea. Okay, that is a TE statement, but it's also an affiliative statement. Because he's talking about people that are accepting things, okay? um, So he may not actually be abstract. I'm just letting you guys know there's a possibility he may not actually be abstract. We may be actually looking at an ESTJ there. He's cognitive transitioning. He seems to be cognitive transition between subconscious and his ego. So we're going to have to uh, kind of see what he does primarily here. So it's still ESTJ versus INFP. I don't think he's informative, though. I, I really don't. He still seems to have a directive way of doing things uh, since we're,
6: you know, depending on which interview we go through, We're not far? going back to this is clearly not the case hmm. with abortion. This is clearly the the overwhelming I would say the majority of the people of the United States have never accepted abortion. It was imposed on us by the Supreme Court. We didn't vote this in yes it was imposed uh, first in states like California mm-hmm. and New York uh, by the by Jews. Uh, Bernard Nathanson is the one who said that. He, he read his testimony. he will give you the inside story about how Jews imposed abortion in New York. okay so it's never been accepted. Wow. And I think the Supreme Court is going to have to is ready to face the reality and they're going to go to a regional solution. It's going to they're going to return it to the states and say, if you okay, if you want to live here and you want to uh, uh, ban abortion, that's you have the power to do that. If.
0: okay, if you want to live here, if you want to do that, okay, he was technically being extract. Um, That was a what if statement. That was also a T.I. statement using logic as well. And uh that was also another n e s i statement so I could be completely wrong wow um let's keep going I want to get a different interview though to see if we just to compare what we're seeing here so let's um uh, how to thrive in a culture full of sin okay let's see what that is. um interview national churches let's see here okay then uh, good evening we have here uh
3: famous uh, Catholic uh, writer, intellectual, and political commentator, Catholic writer intellectual. Michael Jones. It's nice to talk to you again.
6: Good to see you, Tony. Good to be back in sunny Croatia, okay. on the shores of the Adriatic.
3: Yeah, it's, it's almost midnight
0: here, so it's not, I don't know
7: if that's sunny.
6: <laughs> it's
0: like, uh, good to be back. On the shores of the Adriatic, uh, on this and that, very te. That's super te. That was two te statements back to back, trying to know his status about how he's important, about like because he's he's at this important place, etc. Okay. Uh, What I wanted to talk
3: to you about was basically uh, two main subjects. It's uh, uh, let's say the genetics, and it's impact versus uh, this white identity.
6: Daniel Dennett. And uh, what all four of these men have in common is an allegiance to Darwinism. In other words, Darwinism is the fundamental scientific Darwinism. underpinning of their philosophical worldview, which is atheism. Okay? And I, tr- what I did was try to
1: I lose my sound there?
0: Oh, Apparently I lost... I accidentally exited out of my window as I was moving around again. Uh, Just really uncomfortable sitting on the floor, so... Trying to adjust things here. Let's get back into YouTube. Talk about Darwinism. Definitely a philosopher type, but still seems very direct. I think he might be still an ESTJ. E. Michael Jones. Um, Let's do a debate. Let's see how he is in debate. Um, there we good. Awesome. We have a debate with this guy. Awesome.
8: This last Sunday, E. Michael Jones and Sticks Hexenhammer had a debate moderated by Ethan Ralph on the topic of whether or not dirty videos should be banned. For the most part, it was a awesome. disappointingly predictable debate. I have a hard time imagining many people from either side would have been convinced by any of the arguments made. I don't have much to say about Jones, but Styx exhibited some extremely common liberal cliches, and I really feel like they need to be responded to. Okay. The main argument isn't who's more moral.
0: Okay, this is about the debate and not the actual debate. Disappointing. Okay, Dr. Brown discusses anti Semitism.
11: Hey, friends, this is Michael Brown, and you are joining us for a very special edition of The Line of Fire. I am the world's number one gay-friendly city. I've spoken plainly about each other because in the midst of our differences, I want to be as fair as possible. So, Dr. Jones, thanks so much for immediately uh, consenting to our invitation to join us on the air.
6: You're welcome. It's my pleasure to be here. Uh, so, Dr. Jones, how do you respond
11: to the idea that that you are anti-Semitic?
6: Well, I go back to the, the origin of the term. The term was created by Wilhelm Marr in uh, uh, 1871 in a book that he wrote uh, about the situation in Germany at that time. Marr was a revolutionary from the uh, revolution of 1848. Uh, he felt that the Jews in Hamburg betrayed the revolution. Uh, he still had that animus toward uh, Christianity that those revolutionaries had. He needed a new way to talk about uh, Jews.
0: Yeah, keep it, it's still a direct initiating outcome. Definitely, that is his interaction style. It, it's it's plain as day, direct initiating outcome. And uh, while he seems abstract, I think the abstraction is coming from expert intuition child, which is still optimistic, and it's very easy for any child to come off as abstract. While still at being concrete. And he seems very systematic, for sure. Not really interest based at all, and very matter of fact, the systematicness. So, yeah, he's, uh, he's an ESTJ, definitely. E. Michael Jones is an ESTJ, for sure. Um, he just keeps initiating over and over and over again. So, 155, uh, 52. Awesome. Cool. So, E. Michael Jones is done. And uh, let's get here. I need to get my uh, little whiteboard doohickey back here. And uh, let's erase all these things. So. Awesome. All right, let's see who's next, OK? So okay. let's uh, delete that message. OK, and then we're going to delete the next message. Delete. Awesome. Alright, cool. And then, uh, we're gonna do, uh, Bhagavan Shri Rajneesh next, a.k.a. Osho. Okay, so, let's do that one. Um, oh, kitty, I know you want out.
1: Bhagavan... Uh... Okay, let's see, what. how do you spell that? Uh, Shri...
0: Uh, Rajneesh... Osho. So apparently this guy is dead, okay, um, after Wild Wild Country, Osho, I am a threat, certainly, okay, um, I am the rich man's guru, um, oh, the Wild Country people, okay, yeah, Ma sheila yeah, okay, interesting.
6: in Australia want to know about you, about your people, could you tell them what sort of a person you are?
12: I don't know at all. I just live moment to moment. So you cannot confine me into a personality.
0: So you cannot confine me into a personality. I have to say that's abstract, and I have to say, he's doing uh, the Bruce Lee uh, coquette uh, approach with expert intuition. Sounds like he's using a coquette-based, uh a seductive style. Hi, Kitty. So, let's see.
12: You cannot define me. Hi. You cannot predict me. I don't know, even myself, what I'm going to do tomorrow morning. I'm simply as open as the existence and
0: very abstract. Holy smokes, super, super abstract. Um, wow. Uh, and uh, very NE, so high NE abstraction. This guy sounds like he is an NP type so which one is it kind of seems also outcome so far so my guess is likely going to be an infp likely which is typical for cult leaders these days especially ones that abuse
12: um you know a sexual intimacy and use it as a weapon and as indefinable as the existence itself
0: as indefinable as the existence itself that is a very te statement He's also talking about his own self-worth there, making himself look good, etc. So it sounds very philosopher, this guy. Very philosopher oriented.
12: So people have to figure out whatsoever they want. Okay. I am available. So there are people who love me. There are people who would like to kill me. They have chosen different parts of me.
0: They have chosen different parts of me, talking about the choices of others. This expert intuition is also abstract as well. Kind of seems a little interest-based, talking about what these people are kind of getting out of these choices. Um, they they have... Actually, let's move on to the
7: next uh, interview. You... Your religious following are extremely wealthy.
12: My people are rich. In fact, only the very rich, educated, intelligent, cultured can understand what I am saying. In fact,
0: only these rich people can only understand what I'm saying. Oh my gosh. Shoot me now with all this NFP depravity. Guy is super outcome. Super informative. Very responding. So yeah, like, there's no, there's no point in going further. Like, this guy is, he's an INFP. He's straight up an INFP. Like, it's just, it's just obvious. He's an INFP. So... Like, straight up. Um, Yeah, this guy is, like, super abstract, guys.
12: Super abstract. Beggars cannot come to me. Poor people cannot come to me. I'm
0: so important because beggars can't come to me. I'm so important because, you know, poor people can't come to me. Like, I don't know, but this is as anti-Jesus Christ as you can get. Like, this guy right here. You know? Jesus is telling people, love your neighbors yourself. This guy is like, if you're not rich, you're not intelligent enough to understand what it is I'm saying. Thank you, TE inferior. Like, wow. Like, Mr. Depraved AF. Go crawl in the dumpster and be lit on fire and thrown down the hill where you belong. Like, seriously, bro. Like... Like I, I can't stand INFPs who have this insane god complex about them. It's just, it's just crazy. The level of entitlement dripping from this guy is like, uh, I mean, really? Dark Triad? Much? No. Like, and like, no, thank you. No, thank you. Get out. Seriously, get out. All right. So. Calling INFP Osho INFP. And that is calling it at two hours and four minutes. Two oh four. Okay, cool. Alright, next one up. Okay. Charles Bukowski. Yep. Charles Bukowski. All right, Charles Bukowski. All right, we'll do that next. Charles, I think we, did we not finish him last time? No, we did. Charles Bukowski. Awesome, someone outbid again, nice. All right, Charles Bukowski. We'll do Charles Bukowski. Charles Bukowski, is this another INFP, I wonder? Another one? Who knows? Who knows? Gosh, this is a crazy wire mess down here. Try not to hurt my back while I do this for you folks. It's kind of what I'm trying to do here. All right, Charles Bukowski, let's do this. Gosh, I have a lot of respect for this guy. I listen to one of his poems all the time. It's really great inspiration. Talks about the value of being alone. You can check it out. It's Matthias M. The Mind. Look that up on YouTube. It's an exquisite video. Charles Bukowski
1: interview. Nice.
0: All right. Okay. Um.
9: on life. Cool. Generally speaking, you're free till you're about four years old, and then uh, five arrives. Then you go to grammar school, and then you start becoming demanded and solved and orientated and shoved into areas. You lose what individualism you have if you have enough of course you retain some of it but most don't have enough so you become watchers of game shows you know and things like that
0: watchers of game shows and things like that that guy is pragmatic AF Um, even according to the red pill books by Rolo Tomasi um, Charles Bukowski is considered alpha AF by many and usually like probably the avatar of pragmatism since pragmatism represents the most uh, alpha, one of the most alpha traits. Um, you can like you can actually separate every aspect of the type grid in a masculine or a feminine trait. Informative is feminine. Direct is masculine. Pragmatic is masculine. Affiliative is feminine, for example, Concrete is masculine. Abstract is feminine, right? Uh, Systematic is masculine. Interest-based is feminine, right? Initiating is masculine. Responding is feminine. Uh, Outcome is masculine. Progression is feminine. All these things go into place. I know, kitty. You want out? Yeah, you want out, don't you? Well, no, you can't go. You have to stay with me and come over here and let me pet you. And earn your way out of the room. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, let's go back to good old Charles here.
9: Then you work the eight-hour job an with almost a feeling of goodness.
0: Then you work an eight-hour job with almost a feeling of goodness. So that's two SE statements back-to-back. Back. That statement something you had before. Seems pretty concrete so far. Uh, With almost a feeling of goodness, that's T-I-F-E. Sounds like a Templar type so far, guys. If you're saying he's an ESTJ, then he'd probably be a shadow-focused ISTP if it's what what your guys are going for.
9: Like you're doing something. And you get married like marriage is a victory. And you have children like children is a victory. But most things most people do are a total grind marriage, birth, children. It's something they have to do because there's nothing else to do. There's no glory in it. There's no steam. There's no fire. It's very, very flat. And the earth is full of them.
0: Yeah, he's talking about people following the bouncing ball. He's talking about people who lack power. I tell you the truth power is. The, the definition of what power is is then when you exert power, you have the ability to control your life, to control your life circumstances. It's when Voltaire says, "When you are free, a man is free when he chooses to be." This is what Charles Bukowski is constantly talking about. It's, he's the ultimate pragmatist, you know. As, as a result, I'm talking about freedom of choice. You're not about another phrase death.
9: No. In fact, I almost feel good at the approach of death why you have a nice wife all that's okay but you see as you live many years things take on a repeat is that ended are you ended no
10: no No, no, it's okay
9: things take on a repeat you understand you keep seeing the same thing over and over again Mm. the same Substance the same action, the same reaction. So you get a little...
0: The same substance, the same action, the same reaction. It's very expert sensing. It's expert sensing uh, um, uh, observation is what Charles Bukowski is doing. So very S-E-N-I, for sure. And he is very direct. Very, very direct with his speech. Definitely, for sure, uh, on redirect seems responding, and uh, I'm going to say it's likely progression, but let's keep going i I'm, I could argue outcome, but definitely it uh, seems progress a little bit
9: tired of life, so as death comes, you almost say, Okay, baby, it's time. it's good so I know, I have very little fear of death mm-hmm. in fact, I almost welcome it. Did you ever read uh, Malcolm Lowry's Under the Volcano? Yeah, I did, and I yawned myself to shit. Why? Why? Because, like any other writer, there's no pace, there's no quickness in his lines. There's no life, there's no sunlight. When you write, your words must go like this. Hmm. Bim, 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 bim. Each line must be full of a delicious little juice Flavor. They must be full of power. They must make you like to turn a page. Bim, bim, bim. What these guys do, they say, well, in uh, blah, 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 da, 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 there was a porch chair. The flies were walking around. You see, they're too leisurely. They're setting up the scene for the grand emotion, and when they get to the grand emotion, there isn't any. Mm
0: talking about the grand emotion, uh, extroverted feeling as well as a result of that. Uh, thank you guys for giving me the opportunity to type Charles Bukowski, it's, it's one of my most favorite people and one of the men that I respect the most. It's, it's, it's exquisite. And uh, it's very interesting. He was he was talk- he was was talking being systematic in that section though, he's talking about like the system of writing that would be best in that particular situation. But he was also talking about, like, what people get out of that as well uh, through inference, with this, which is an interest-based approach. So uh, definitely still comes off as a total SP, very concrete, very pragmatic. And he's made multiple pragmatic statements, even, like, custom and during the interview. And while he seems concrete, he seems to be, like, he can almost abstract a little bit with the other side of his mind because he's so old and he's so well-integrated it still is concrete, basically. The entire first interview is concreteness. So let's keep going just slightly.
9: This is a different age. It's the atomic age. Each line must have its own power, its own feeling, its own juice, its own flavor. Writing must never be boring. It must not bore the reader, the writer. It must not bore anybody. You have to... Have juice in each line, don't you see? You don't believe me, but I'm trying to tell you.
0: It's like experted Sensing Parent, and he's just SE Parenting this guy over and over and over again. You know what I'm saying? So... Well, then where's the, where's the affiliative guys? Where's the affiliative? If this guy is, and he is TJ, where's the affiliative? You know, come on. Unless you guys are in the past right now. Um, Are you guys on Charles Bukowski? it seems like you guys are still on um, I'm probably a little ahead of you guys right now so not sure we'll see yeah I misspelled ESDJ okay sorry the chat seems to be behind again
9: I get so Rogers put me to sleep they always did they always will each line must be an entity of
0: Charles Bukowski is trying to teach this guy something as well he's teaching that's very typical for like a Templar type to do you know because he's he's definitely a Templar type teaching Templar teaching this guy very direct um, but he's very pragmatic he's not affiliative, and but he is responding he's staying on topic so anyway Charles Bukowski is definitely an ISTP so we're going to move on to the next one so ISTP, and this is at 2 hours and 16 minutes, 2, 16, 12, awesome, good old Charles Bukowski, And then uh, we're going to be moving in, um, let's see here, uh, awesome, okay. <laughs> Alright, um gonna move on to somebody else. Let's get that here. Let's get that here. Alright, cool. And all right, let's move on to the next one. Um Okay, Charles Bukowski, delete, delete, and then we'll go back to here.
1: Charles Bukowski
0: delete. okay, yeah, Dave Superpowers, all right, so who's next up, let's see here. Um, We have uh, Charlie XCX, 30 bucks, Brett Weinstein, six dollars, Brett Weinstein, okay, that means Brett Weinstein is top, okay, cool. Uh, Brent Weinstein is top, all right, Brett Weinstein is next, let's do this. Okay. I only got about 30 minutes left in the show, guys. Uh, Just so you guys know. Um, So we're going to close Super Chats. Super Chats are closed right now, okay. Gosh, that, dang, it's like crazy. Okay, Um, let's try to like get a little bit less of that being a INTJ shadow right now, like a moron. I shouldn't do that. All right, I'll just focus on this thing here. Okay, so what's next? Uh, Brett Weinstein, Brett Weinstein interview. Okay, good old Brett Weinstein. Your question answers. Brett and Heather, 29th Dark Horse podcast. Brett Weinstein, racist conspiracy. Con, racist, racial turmoil. Um, Evergreen State College. Brett Weinstein, the Joe Rogan Experience. All right. He's got two episodes of Brett Weinstein. Okay. Do that. Let's check this out. Good old Joe Rogan.
11: All right. We're live. Brett, first of all, thanks for doing this.
0: Okay.
1: So...
7: meet with a student who is important to me and the neither of our racial backgrounds is fund, is primary in our relationship. We know each other as people and that's really how I would like to see all of us interacting on campus. We all have our backgrounds, they matter to us, but it, can, it cannot become the primary interface between us. Let, let, let me stop you here and let me
11: try
0: the primary interface between us, okay? So this guy, Brett Weinstein, kinda seems like an SI user, as near as I could tell, talk about his experiences that he had with a student, okay? So we're gonna give him the flamboyant rainbow color because why not? Why not give him the flamboyant rainbow color? So good old Brett Weinstein and uh flamboyant rainbow color you know uh and then uh he's an introverted sensor kind of seems a little affiliated he may be pragmatic we'll see but he made an affiliative statement there and introverted sensing so let's uh let's see how this goes
11: understand um what the reaction was because you rightly said that you think there's a huge problem with asking people to not show up simply based on their color of their skin exactly and what was the argument against that? Like when when you said that and I read your letter and your letter didn't sound racist at all. It sounded very well thought out. It it made a very good point. But the response, the inflammatory response to your letter was so disturbing and shocking. Was there anyone who had
7: reasonable debate with you about this? Was there anyone who said between the public discussion and the private discussion privately I had very interesting discussions with many people that was not absent, but if you were to look in on the discussion at the public level, it looked as if there was consensus united against me.
11: Now, when you say public and private, are the same people making contradictory statements in public
7: that are that are commiserating with you in private, or is it just different people? A few of them do that. That actually is the thing I find most surprising, is that sometimes people will privately say one thing to you and then publicly do another. Uh, mostly it's different people. And I should say the people who um, have talked
0: Mostly it's different people. Uh, okay. So he's, he's being a matter of fact. Uh, he said a TI statement there. Um, so, so far he's looking like a crusader, but I'm not entirely sure. Um, but let's keep going.
7: Talked to me privately and expressed concerns are actually a quite a diverse group so it's not as if white folks are disturbed by this and people of color are united it's not at all like that but part of the the hidden story here is that in order to advance certain policy proposals it has to appear that the community is united behind them and that anybody who stands against them is standing against them for illegitimate reasons So that means that the number of people who are willing to express any sort of nuance about what's taking place has to be small and they have to be dismissible. So what they.
0: Okay. He's very systematic. He's talking about the system. He also made another, um, affiliative approach. He's talking about the system of communication between people. Uh, and he's trying to state like, this is the best way that we can do this. We could do this in this way. We could do it in that way. But, uh, definitely, uh, definitely an SJ for sure. Um, I just don't know which SJ this guy is, uh, not sure. I mean, it'd be nice if I could argue ISFJ, but not sure, um, we'll keep going. Maybe an ISTJ even.
7: Did ...is they uh, called me a racist, which is ironic um, because I'm an anti-racist. I really, have, I've gone out of my way to, first of all, study the question of why racism occurs, and uh, I've I believe been pretty courageous in fighting against it where i've run into it
0: okay i believe i've been very courageous fighting against racism anytime i run into it again that's a very effy statement he's asking people or he's asking joe rogan essentially for a form of recognition he's asking for recognition and he needs that recognition right So this is Brett Weinstein looking for recognition, etc. So, yeah, a very F-E statement. Still definitely S-I. He keeps sharing his own experience. He's definitely a Crusader type hardcore. Definitely a Crusader. And we know that he's definitely an affiliative, systematic approach. This guy is not pragmatic, as near as we can tell. So he is either an E-S-F-J or he is an I-S-F-J. And uh, if we're going to compare him to the previous ESFJ we had earlier tonight on the show before he had everything got like, you know, freaking crazy around here, uh, I'm leaning more towards ISFJ at this point. I would like to verify that um, with informative responding outcome. That being said, like, he does seem very outcome focused. So I'll put a point there. But let's keep going just in case. In fact, let's, uh, let's do the different uh, If
11: anybody... Different one.
7: Sound of the alarm that all and the way you do that is you bring them on as graduate students and you pay them uh an appalling wage. You claim you claim that they are not actually workers, that they are students. And they they do most of the teaching and they do a lot of the work of the university for incredibly uh low amounts of money, they live under poor conditions, and increasingly uh, they have to come from abroad where they are in some sense getting a deal that still makes sense, but this means that we overproduce PhDs, we give people degrees instead of money
0: This means that we overproduce PhDs, we give people degrees, we give people money This guy is like a clone of Julian Assange He's he's affiliated with what he's doing He thinks he's doing the right thing, he's talking about the system of PhD production, in this case very systematic, etc but there's no abstraction there. It's really, really concrete, really concrete uh, from that approach. And again, he's still talking about the outcomes uh, consistently. He's not talking about the entire journey. It's it's more about the outcomes and he's being very informative as well. So uh, based on that, Brett Weinstein is definitely an ISFJ. Like just straight up, this guy's is an ISFJ. There's no, there's no reason to like continue on this guy. So. Brett Weinstein, ISFJ. And this is, let's mark this at, uh, let's move this down, let's bring this up, 22330. Okay, 22330. Awesome. Okay, cool. So who's next? Let's see here. Um, so, delete uh, um, Brett Weinstein, and then. Uh, all right, cool. And who's next? Let's see here. Um, so we got Ben Higgins at 30, 20, 20, 20. Adding to Charlie, XX 30, 30, okay, 30. All right, 30, um, 30, 36, 36 is Misha Mansour. Misha Mansour, okay, Misha Mansour, okay. Misha Mansoor, interview. Hi. I'm almost finished. Okay, interview with guitar, guitar. Misha Mansoor, okay. The captain meets Misha Mansoor. Okay, cool. This looks good. Uh, Misha Mansoor of uh, Periphery. Okay, cool
3: it's literally uh i, I just do you mind if i just i'm just going to do that yeah, when we're talking no no yeah yeah, it's totally fine um so i literally just what's um, the downside of your your picking technique then is it is it all picking is very is just, difficult yeah like I, i'd say sort of precision becomes very difficult i always find right. i had a lot of trouble with alt picking stuff or any you know actually it uh now that I've been kind of experimenting with what riffs work better.
0: okay, this guy's movement. this guy's movement AF. Um, definitely movement. so let's get this uh, Misha Mansour Don. Okay, so Misha Mansoor, so he's progression for sure. Uh, definitely seems expert sensing as well, uh, talking about uh, the shared experience of the of the pick.
3: Like a lot of uh, of Mark and Jake's riffs, uh, the other guitarists in the band who play with it's
0: talking about other people, a lot of these other people's riffs, etc. Okay, again, that's expert sensing, Talk about other people, he, he, and visually he looks like an INTJ. Normal visually. technique. I
3: see how their riffs make a bit more sense, I find it's easier to sort of like...
0: I see how their ribs make a little bit more sense. Okay, fair enough. Uh, again, that's expert sensing. Um, and then uh, uh, he's being really direct, it seems, uh, as well uh, with that. Uh, seeing what other people are doing. Very systematic. He's going through his system of uh, how to go through music, etc. So systematic as well. Oops wrong button
3: aim at strings with this technique and and it actually requires a lot less motion yeah i get why this is proper technique now but like um but it doesn't sound it's it's doesn't sound it sounds different sounds different i I love uh, the other problem i have as well is i think typically if i if i'm gonna just stop talking absolutely i mean this is 25 and a half but um on the uh 26 and a half and that's one of the uh, that's one of the huge advantages of uh, of doing that is that I found that uh, I would get a lot less of uh, of that settling effect if yeah. you want to call it that on the low string. We're tuned to drop A flats. That's pretty low. Wow. And that's a, that's a 64 on there, which I, I guess you could go heavier than that. Yeah, you? you could go heavier. It's 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 relatively light, um, but I like I not
0: necessarily. Good go every that again. Expert sensing. His Se is just out there. It's just it's just not very high, but it's out there. He even admitted kind of being a little insecure with his expert sensing. So I'm kind of getting even closer and closer to Se inferior as a possibility. He's still talking about his journey of music, etc., and how he's going through his process. Very systematic, very progression. So, so direct a uh, responding uh, progression. Okay, so that automatically means he's a finisher type. So if he's finisher type, he's an SE user, that means he's ISTP or he is INTJ or he is INFJ. And if he's systematic, then he's automatically an INTJ by default. So we're going to look at the other interview right now. Um, but so far, it seems INTJ is it uh, for this guy. So let's move on to the next one here. What's up
13: everyone? I'm here at Nam talking to... Uh swede
3: who's showing me around his cold city <laughs> and uh and you were you were really nice and i think we went out for thai food oh yeah that's right that's right and yeah. i was
13: i was probably a little bit uh starstruck to be honest really well, yeah i was probably not really um i don't
3: know there's like okay so swedish people yeah are like distant we are right yeah so and i swedish can't ever tell you're impossible like to read <laughs> so i had no idea i thought i thought you were just being like that's really tea. swedish okay right but you know what I'm saying, like,
0: I just thought you were being really, really Swedish. Okay, that's a T.E. stereotype again. So again, that, that proves that he's a Wayfarer um, expert thinking right there, because it's the labels that he's using. He's still direct, still uh, progression, uh, etc. So uh, let's keep going. This F-E trickster is like, like, they're like, quiet, yeah, right? I know. And I know. reserved
3: yes. until you drink. And yes. then it all comes like flying out, like yeah, yeah, the craziest, just, yeah. the craziest people. It's like this weird dichotomy yes. of just like very, very quiet, like
0: weird dichotomy of very, very quiet. Okay. That was an abstract statement. That was pretty cool. Um, going that way. Okay. So yeah, he's, he's an INTJ like, there's just no rhyme or reason. Okay. So two thirty thirty-six, two thirty thirty-six, 36, two 36, INTJ at two thirty thirty-six. Awesome. All right, so who's next? And this is going to be my last one I have to do. So let's see here. Don't forget, folks, like just because your chipper chats didn't make work out bid, you can stack on them the following week, etc. cetera. Um, new bids have priority over old bids, and we really only go as far back as the previous time. So just keep that in mind usually. So but just remember, if you just keep stacking them, it's fine. It keeps your little bids alive if you want. So it's no big deal. Um, so, okay, so next, uh, let's see. So 36, 36, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, Okay, everyone's 30, uh, $10. Add to Dave's Superpowers, which is a 40. Okay, so Dave's Superpowers is our final one tonight. Awesome. All right, cool. Uh, Dave Superpowers interview. I'm On the last one. Okay. Alright. Alright. Ooh, here we go. Dave Superpowers interview about ENFP success. Nice. Uh, and cool. Let's see. Awesome. Dave Superpowers chat from Love Lou. Cool.
14: Um let's do that. Hey guys, my name is Kendrick, and welcome to the ENFP no. mail.
1: No, Please stop.
0: Are you an ENFP? Hey, oh,
12: hey, no, welcome to my channel. I got stuck in channel. this video. So, no,
0: today, stop. if
1: you've been on my channel at all, you've seen that there's been some questions.
0: Oh, if you've been on my channel at all, you've seen extroverted sensing, you know, right? Uh, okay, thank you. Thank you very much. All right, this guy, is Kendrick Is Kendrick uh, an ENFP? Let's find out, guys.
14: Let's find channel. out. What we're going to do in this video series is we're going to cover topics that involves being an ENFP male. Whether that be how our functions work, what our saviors and demons are. We're also going to cover personal development, business, and more. This video is so heavily edited. Are you sure you're an ENFP, bro? Most important of all, how to achieve the one thing that we all really want, which is freedom. Now, in this first video,
0: wait a minute. The, ES, the ENFP really wants freedom? No, no, no. It's the ENFP's job to give other people freedom of choice. What are you doing? No, stop. Oh, gosh, man. I got are... a chance
14: to interview Dave Superpowers. And if you don't know who he is. That's pretty cool. I, 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 I like to interview he him. He
0: has a. Ch- Just not today or anytime soon.
14: More like Facebook. panel face. called Dave Superpowers where he talks about Myers Briggs' personality typing system. But he is. Uh, Dave Superpowers himself. Hey. So, awesome. T-
0: Gosh, Kendrick is super informative and definitely initiating movements he may be, he may be an EFP but if it's really freedom, I, he might be an ESFP bro but I don't know Thank you man yeah
14: you too, man yeah uh, just to add some context to this um I first started watching Dave superpower's uh, YouTube channel back when I first moved out when I only had enough money for to pay one month's worth of rent
0: so he's providing context, so again informative so like so Kendrick is uh. Uh, you know, foreign initiating movement. That's and cool. I didn't
14: have a job, and at that point in time, I didn't know what to do with my life. Good cause... old days.
0: And at that point in time, I didn't know what to do with my life. Okay, that sounds like um, you know, introverted intuition uh, inferior or introverted sensing inferior. So ESFJ is like automatically out. This guy also seems to be an FIT user for Mr. Kendrick. So it's between ENFP or ESFP for me currently. Let's let's keep right. going. Yeah,
14: it, it was I. It was a real struggle and even though I suffered, I learned a lot watching his videos and I got to a chance to learn how to use FI and TE which back then I had no clue what they even were because all I was using is probably NE which is pretty sad just (laughs) using one function. Um, Long story short, after several years, uh, his channel is now back and I started watching it again but now coming from a perspective where I'm a more developed person as a result of going through a lot of hardship. And uh, now I'm just gonna ask him a bunch of questions that could help fellow ENFPs like me who have always been struggling and have no idea what to do. I
0: with really, honestly guys, Kendrick seems really ESFP to me so far, but uh, I'll keep I'll keep trying to verify. Do it our life.
14: Um, so my first question to you, Dave, is one of the biggest problem we ENFPs have is we always feel stuck. Like we can't stick something do something long enough, yeah, where we build something.
0: Whoa, spider. Hello. Okay. Dang. (laughs) Yeah, it's a little big. He went the other direction and he was fast. Okay. I got my feet in the right direction. So if he comes close, I'm going to crush him. Okay. (laughs) little uh, spider combat going on. Uh, Yeah, sure. Hand me a shoe. I got a shoe. I can just take it off
14: it's so easy for us to get oh, so man. bored and we do something else and we end up from one deaded job to the next yeah. and we just don't build anything meaningful and as a result we end up feeling stuck instead of free which is what we really want we want to be free to do right. the thing we,
0: we want to be stuck we're usually stuck instead of free and we really want to be free okay, stop! You're, you're, dude, you are sound like an ESFP bro like talk about freedom as much as that like seriously, Kendrick please verify yourself okay bro, I mean... I, I just be honest, like just just double check. That's all I'm asking, bro. Just double check. Like, no ENFPs want to be comfortable, dude. If you want freedom and freedom of choice, man, that's the ESFP way, man. Just come on. Right.
14: The things that we want with our life, but oh, we can't be free yeah. if we haven't built anything, killed, meaningful, oh. make enough income and. So oh, what? Right. What, what would you say? What to God, people who are stuck? Yeah, totally. Yeah, Finally. what we've seen work is <gasps> um.
13: Here's an analogy, because I know ENFPs like analogies. Sure. It's kind of like when you're a little kid. And you're afraid of somebody breaking into your house because you're afraid of Santa Claus, yeah, you really lose that fear a lot when you realize Santa Claus is not real, so there's still other things you gotta deal with, but once you know the truth of the situation, the fear starts to go down dramatically so one part of the things that has really been the truth for
0: gosh i i I've always liked dave dave's a cool guy, um probably because like we're super compatible and whatnot, but yeah, all right, so Let's go down here. Doing this here. All right. So we're gonna give the Davness his uh, blueness um, because blue is cool. And the Davness, uh, as soon as the thing decides to like actually like work, um, Dave is direct and he is progression and he is responding so far. Dave Bowers, nice. Okay. So, let's get that here, um, and, uh, okay, cool. And then we'll go forward.
13: On- For us, is realizing that these functions are not real. Like, we'll, we'll believe in them, the ENFP will believe in NE like a kid will believe in Santa Claus. Yeah. And so, what I mean by that is like, a person will feel like, I have to do more options. I have to look here, I have to look at because my whole body gets flooded with all these happy hormones when I go and play the more options game.
0: My whole body gets filled with these happy hormones. Whoa, was that another spider? No, it wasn't. Okay. <sighs> okay, cool. Um, so that was an abstract statement by Dave. Uh, is also very progression as well. And then uh, definitely expert sensing. Cause he's talking about the raw uh, basic reality mechanics. It's expert sensing like straight up. So N-I-S-E for sure. Uh, so let's keep going.
13: And, game and, I, and I give in to the N-E but really seeing this stuff at scale, realizing, Oh, wait a minute. That is just kind of like a, almost like an imbalance that I'm born with. And then it's a choice to give into the distractions or the choice to give into eating the junk food or any one of these examples you can give and knowing that, Oh, this is,
0: Oh, and it's you doing this and you doing that. And this is any examples that you can give. That's expert thinking. He's also an expert thinking, talking about the functions that way. Additional abstract statement is very systematic following a system consistently. It's also pretty awesome. Um, so let's keep going. Uh, I'm actually going to exit out of the screen go somewhere
1: else. And you were so, I guess, like one of my insecurities is not looking like I know what I'm talking about. Sure before like i talked to anybody about it like i was doing all of my research and everything and then i saw your videos and you always sounded like so certain about everything that you'd say (laughs) sure guys you need to stop doing this guys you need oh my gosh and like you would just you know insert explicit here like whatever and it's just like wow you know what i think this, this guy is really telling me that it's very important to know about my yeah, cognitive function. And so from there, I started diving a lot more into it. Um, I got really deep into like personality hacker stuff. And yeah, yeah, you were literally the first stepping stone. So yeah. That's
13: great, man. That's great. It's been a lot of years, you know, that's really yeah. great, dude.
1: Absolutely, man. So I want you to just have the opportunity real quick to like, I think I just kind of like told everyone like what
13: I, pretty much sales are going to go down and sure enough you watch them go down and then you do everything backwards you know to yourself right and yeah. then the sales go back up you know so it was it was a lot of um ups and that just took a lot of time to really kind of emotionally process that and, and logically process that so then we moved into going okay could we track this in some way shape or form and we came up with the thing of where we'd have two you know me and shan in separate rooms and like okay let's type this person mm-hmm. and we sure enough saw that most of the time we could not agree on, on a type and a lot of times when we did it was it was very random, or sometimes we it, it's like we both really knew the person.
0: We would do this. We'd really know the person, et cetera. Okay, that was a that was a TE statement. Him and Shan constantly, he's, he's remembering things through her eyes. He's still very direct. He's very progression. Uh, and he's talking about his system of typing right now and how to type somebody.
13: That's when we would kind of get hits more. But if we were kind of guessing or going off of your biases, we would miss and stuff. So we didn't we didn't put our full focus into it we just we just kind of went all right could we could we start to define the terms more what does science say to do define the terms more you know try and play the scientific method and we were just kind of messing around with that and then finally started to get a little bit more traction and, and started to find that there was more than six we were
0: we were talking about you know doing the scientific method and then we just started seeing additional traction et cetera. again it's a very systematic approach as well also kind of pragmatic because he's open to the new ideas that he's being presented, but he's following a very extroverted thinking approach with his belief systems, he's very responsible about it. And again, the shared experience he's having with Shan at the same time, so his extroverted sense. 16, which
13: everybody's been theorizing for years that there's types within types, you know? I mean, of course, it's not just 16 types out there, you know?
0: Yeah. He's right. There are types within types. There is subtypes, but really, it's basically the position of the cognitive function based on cognitive tr- transition, and you just multiply it out. So, yeah, that subtypes do exist. Um, do they exist in the way that he's presenting? Not necessarily, but uh, there's absolutely something to his theory. Absolutely. Um, uh, like, for example, like when we see, like from a cognitive transition standpoint, obviously there's four sides of the mind. Then you have your cognitive gateways. And then uh, you can adjust things from there. But then, you know, you look at it this way, like when you're cognitive transition, you still have 16 functions. So it's 16 times four different functions in different ways. Not only that, you have to consider if the parent functions, each of the four sides of mind, if they're developed, and then how that can actually adjust things uh, in put different slants. And there's also cognitive focus as well that you have to adjust to as well, which causes you to like, you know, consider like all these different possibilities. The point is, is that, I think Dave Superpowers approaches, uh, you know, subtype theory from a point of statics and not so much dynamics. The closest he gets to dynamics is cognitive looping with, uh, with his jumper theory, which is an excellent way to explain like underdeveloped parent function essentially. Which, which I, I really enjoy it. I, I enjoy his abstract approach about it. Do I maintain it's the truth? I don't. But I think it's a necessary stepping stone in terms of the chain of custody for us to come to a better understanding of how functions works. And I, I really, I, I think it's absolutely fascinating what he's been able to pull off uh, so far. Um, so, yeah, uh, it's pretty awesome. Once
13: we we're able to kind of track that, you know, we would see the jumpers. Some people were, you know, their first two functions were their favorite functions. and Other people was their first and their
0: we see the jumpers, we see this, we see that. You know, expert sensing, we see, we see, we see. You know, okay, yeah, fair enough. Anyway, Dave Superpowers, folks, he's an INTJ. So yeah, there you have it. Dave Powers, um, he is an INTJ, straight up. And that is at two forty-five oh five. okay, Control C, okay. And I'm going to take that. Um, and I'm going to exit out of that. Cool. Awesome. And cool. Awesome. Now I can give myself some like actual CPU back to my machine. So anyway, guys, Um, I know you all are like behind right now with the uh, chat and whatnot. And I'm actually really ahead of you guys right now with the stream. But thank you all for being here, guys. Thank you for putting up with a lower quality stream i know i'm traveling right now i just didn't have my systems together my process together to figure this out but um i got it now you know so uh that's cool we shouldn't have this problem anymore now that i kind of like understand how all this works et cetera. so thank you all for your patience i really appreciate it and i hope you enjoyed my uh um i, I hope you enjoyed my uh, uh uh, seeing some aspects of my life uh, for sure. Also, Carol Baskin is the NFJ. Just gotta like be all honest you folks about that and whatnot. So, um, But anyway, uh, so with that being said, folks, uh, you all have... Um, uh, yeah, it's fine. You derailed the chat that you typed to Batman. It's all good, bro. I mean, everyone's behind, so it's fine. But anyway, I gotta go to bed. My family's waiting to get into their bedroom here, and it would take so much time, so... With that being said, folks, thank you all for everything and thank you for your patience. You all have a good night.